How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the iniquities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who, in the name of charity and goodwill, shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness. For he is truly his brother's keeper and finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. Ladies and gentlemen, the Church of Laszlo has begun. Yo! Yo! What are you doing, Hotshot? Well, not much. What are you doing? Nothing. How are you? How was your weekend? Everyone good? Yeah. All right, good. We got a lot to talk about today. We do? Well, yeah, we've got, we've got to talk about Russell Brand. We've got to talk about Lauren Boebert. Uh, we've what's, got to what's ta- Boebert do? Well, you know, Boebert's uh, out there defending herself like crazy over this uh, hand job. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. The, the hand job scene around the world. I kind of thought when I saw Man. the video originally... Well, I wouldn't give to get a hand from her. Lauren Boebert. Did you see how he was grabbing her boobs? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. He was really going yeah, at it. Yeah. I mean, he looked like a teenager who was Good. getting his well, first I mean, feel. how could you not? It's her boyfriend, right? Yeah. Okay, because I saw one of the things that she said was like, the, what, she's upset about her divorce? That was one of the excuses. Well, I've sure. got audio of her he, on he, OAN. She's been dating him for like a few months. Okay. Filed for divorce like six months ago. spot, you know, where... Still new. It's young. still new, and the boobs are new, right. and the After hand is new. been with someone for like... Four years, you're like, get your hands you're off my wiener. You're not asking for an HJ <laughs> right. at a play. At so annoying. Repertoire theater or whatever but, the hell you know, it's two months in, you're like, yeah. Yeah. Give me a hand. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to get home. Right. You look good in that dress. Yeah. I kind of thought when I saw the video, I was like, well, she could deny that. You know, the video's, I saw someone describe it as, or maybe it was my friend who described it as a little bit UFO-y. Like, you know, it's a little grainy. You could try mm. and say it's not you, but she's got the dress on. I mean, it's the two I of them. I don't know if she was giving him an hand. But she was certainly letting him know that when they got home. Well, she was certainly giving them. You know what I mean, it was more of warm that warm up to. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was more of that. Like, hey, let me show you what's going to happen when we get out of this stupid play. Yeah. It was over the pants. It was yeah. over the pants, HJ. Well, I can and, get that. I and, mean, and if you watch in the if you watch the whole video, the person behind her is there in the beginning when she's vaping and singing and you know apparently being too rowdy, and then later when she's. Given the over the pants HJ, that person behind her is gone. So I'm assuming that that person is the one who went and told, you know, the kids working uh, there, hey, these people are being rowdy, and then left again and said, listen, now he's squeezing her boobs and she's giving him an over the pants HJ. You got to do something about this. So they kicked her out. And didn't this whole thing start because 
she got kicked out and kind of talked trash on yeah. getting kicked out, right? Yeah. Well, but if they, she hadn't said somebody, anything. No, somebody mentioned it. Okay, so she... There was a story that she had gotten kicked out and was vaping and loud, and then right. she was like, sorry, I had a great time. Yeah, I was basically sorry like for having too much Her response, fun. yeah. Right. But it was her response. She didn't say it. Like, she didn't come out on her... It wasn't her who instigated the media. For me out. She denied no. the vaping. Right. And then that's when they put out the video, I think. And she said that she likes to have fun. She was singing, being a yeah. little yeah, too... Yeah, and that she recommended Beetlejuice to everybody. Right. It's a lot of fun. But I just wonder, if she, was there a way, if she hadn't said anything, when this video had not been released to the public? It kind of felt like they released it as a response to her saying, I wasn't that's doing anything. I I wasn't well, right, but I think they said that they kicked her out. Yeah. Or somebody said, then she responded, and then they responded with the video. Okay. So we got to we'll we'll dive into that big time, and then Russell Brand. You know, uh, don't get him confused with the other Russell. Who's the Russell from Def Jam? Simmons is that the one that who, yeah. who'd Lazo yell at? Yeah, Russell. Simmons. Yeah, Russell Simmons. Not that Russell, the British guy from Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Right. He's had a very bad weekend, but Man. it could be a big orchestrated plot against him. I love that movie. This is happening to a lot of people. Well, get you him love getting the Greek too. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Sort of love sequel. that guy. Yeah, so he's having a bad uh, a bad weekend, and then of course. Uh, yesterday was week two. We of the have to NFL. talk about it though because they use like a lot of his comedy mm-hmm. or interview stuff as reasons not to believe. I've him. seen people posting, and I don't love that. that one either. of the articles was, uh, "It's all been in plain sight. We just weren't paying attention." Yes. And they had yeah, all like too. you know old comedy skits and yeah. You know, and him being like a little ridiculous on talk shows, like grabbing women on talk shows, which I'm not saying is great, but it's not evidence that he was grooming 16 year olds. Right. You know, those two things can be separate and he can be guilty. Uh, Yes. But I don't love like taking, again, someone's lyrics or someone's comedy and saying, well, this is proof. Right. That they did this in their personal life. That's not. Right. I'm totally with you. If you have evidence. uh, I can't live in a world, but literally (laughs) cannot live in a world like that. And if you have evidence, which it seems that they do, that this was going on, no, just leave the other stuff out then of use that and, and focus on that. And then we also have to talk about, speaking of comedians, there's the whole Hassan, uh, how do you say his name? Men, Menhaji? Is that oh, Menhaj? Yeah, that's he's exactly in, right. He's in trouble. I think it might be right. No, he, I'm not kidding. The comedian who's in trouble. They gave him the way to Patri- pause. Yeah. Is that right? Hassan Menhaj? Yeah. yeah my, someone. Yeah, he's the Patriot Act guy. Was that the name of his show? He had oh, a couple of things. Yeah, yeah, I hate that guy. Well, it's a good weekend for you then, I guess, because he's been in quite a bit of uh, controversy with this whole lying during his set. I can't stand that guy. And it's one thing, like, it started off as this guy was lying during sets. And you go, well, comedians lie when they do stand-up. Dave Chappelle lies, tells fibs that we know aren't true. I don't think he saw a two-year-old uh, selling crack on the corner of uh, right. street in, in D.C. at the 2 a.m. Right, you know that that stuff's not true. This is a little different, though. This is stuff that not only did he tell during his speeches, which were... I'm going to say speeches because it's not so much comedy. They're almost like TED Talks or, yeah. you know, and, and it's it's not funny. And I don't know that uh, it's supposed to be real funny. But then he would also take this stuff off stage. And when reporters would ask him about it, he would act like this stuff was true. So I think that's a lot different. If Dave Chappelle said, no, I really saw a crack baby selling crack at 2 a.m. It's a true story. It's totally true. And especially this is involving allegations of racism towards him. Uh, you know, people sending him potentially anthrax in the mail, stuff right. like that. Just, you know, stuff that people didn't think to look into. And then when they started looking into it, they're like, well, I guess none of this is true. Is so, this like a Jussie Smollett, Juicy Smollett kind of thing? I, I kind don't know of. What's I mean, going maybe on. not as ridiculous. So one of the things he said happened was that at some point someone mailed something to his house and it was threatening and there was some sort of powder in there. It looked like it could have mm-hmm. been anthrax. Mm-hmm. And then as he saw it, he fumbled with it and spilled it on his daughter. Like, I, I, I hadn't heard this. Talk before, so I just saw clips of it. No, they're saying that's not true. They're saying that that didn't happen. How even do they know stu- that didn't happen? Even stuff that, um, 
Like at some point he was on a talk show and he put up a thing of uh, uh, angry tweets, like racist tweets directed at him. And they found out those tweets weren't even real. He was making up tweets, which I would think I heard a lot of people say this. If you are any type of minority and you become popular, you should be able to find racist yeah. tweets without having to make them up. He tells a story about it in high school. He asked this girl to prom, and she turned him down because her parents were racist. They went and found that girl. She had said, not only did this guy make up stuff uh, when I knew him, he still makes, I knew he was making up stuff now. That's not true. And also, I'm married to an Indian guy. Like, my hmm. parents, were, that never happened. None of this is true. So, again, if he had said this in the context of a joke, like if Shane Gillis is, is talking about his you know, Fox News watching no, parents or whatever. That's, it's a little different. You know, yeah. And this just feels... And I people, wonder, you know, like... I don't know. Especially man. when you take it to the point of but being interviewed about it. But are you in character? I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Like, don't how know. is that? What do you explain it as, you know? It felt... Like, there are times, like, wrong. if you see... And I know people are going to get mad because it's, it's, a, it's a dumb analogy, but it's entertainment. But there are times when you see pro wrestlers interviewed, right? Yeah. And sometimes they just give you, like, it's just me, and I'm just giving you all the answers, right? That you're asking, and it's just two people being interviewed. Yeah. And other times they stay in character. And you just kind of have to know the difference. Like, oh, this guy, he's in, even though he's on, you know, uh, whatever late-night talk show, mm-hmm. he's staying in character. Was that what's happening here? Is he staying in it character? Doesn't feel like it. If you watch, you know what I'm saying. I get like, what you're saying yeah. totally. And when I first saw the story, I was like, "Well, can sometimes lied, you even see whatever. actors do it? You yeah. know, like if they come out, you know, not as much, but you see actors come out in character of whatever they're." Yeah. If you watch the special, though, it's just it's not really stand up. It really is more of a yeah. of a TED That's talk. How his show was too. You know, it's kind of like that that John Stewart thing where it's like, "Well, I'm on Comedy Central. I'm a comedian." You know, so I don't. I'm not held to the same standard as other right. people, other journalists who are commenting on these stories. You know, it's kind of like, okay, well, where does it stop and where does it start? But with this, because these talks felt they were about being, you know, racist attacks towards and these racist tweets, uh, you know, racist high school sweethearts, parents, whatever, and then to take it off stage and people are asking you about it and you don't say like, well, you know. You could easily say, like, well, I'm a comedian, I embellish a bit, and, you know, all of it's based and things have happened, but I may change names or whatever. He doesn't do any of that, though. He seemed to, from what I've read, at least, he seemed to okay. continue these lies. And now, admitted later... It sounds later, like he could be saying, you know, hey, these are things that... Ha- like when you see a movie based on true stories, but this person is kind of made up... Right. To, and a mix of a mix hundred of three different people, people yeah. right? Exactly. And that's what it feels like to me, but I don't know the answer. Right. And then he, he has admitted now that, like, the, the white powder thing and taking his daughter to the hospital, that that wasn't true... I mean, just people weren't really looking into it because it's not the kind of thing you think you need to look into. Right. When you tell me that you're the the target of racist people on Twitter, I believe you. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, you really don't need many followers before right, sure. you start becoming the victim of that stuff on the Internet. So it's it's odd. And I don't know, you know, maybe that stuff needs to be checked. Is, is that all true? Uh, or do we know for sure these people who looked into this and said the tweets weren't real, are they for sure not real? Has he admitted now that those right. are I know that he's admitted about the... Uh, hospital thing with his daughter but that's a weird thing to make up. it's a weird one because that's not even in character you know what right. i mean like that's just a that's a story i guess and you're talking about being targeted and you know it's just i don't know it feels it feels worthy i guess of some of these questions because i think he is fairly popular he had these shows i don't i think they're i've watched them before, like okay. netflix or whatever yeah. yeah i've never thought he was funny but i heard a lot of people saying that even if they like him, they don't necessarily think he's all that funny. He's not a, a traditional stand-up. I watched a couple Doesn't of them do, and thought like, they were... Yeah. Setups and jokes. I got what he was trying to do. I've watched pieces of them, and I did watch his show for a little bit. I think it was on Hulu, right? Because I, I watched one of his shows, I thought. Netflix, for a while. I think. Was it Netflix? Okay, The, the Patriot Yeah, that's what I saw. Yeah, okay. 
Uh, but also, it's Monday after week two uh, NFL. We've got a lot to talk about. We've got a lot to talk about. I want to know if you'd be benching Joe Burrow, put him on injured reserve. No. People are talking about how they should. I just saw a headline that said the team's best bet right now, because he hurt his calf or whatever, would be to put him on injured reserve and then just let him spend a couple weeks recovering well, maybe. while they try and get their stuff together. But also, you know, the depends Bengals, on how bad he's hurt. Who, who do you think? Not, I'm not benching him because of play. What's the biggest? You just made him the highest. You're tied to course. him forever. No, benching him because of this calf. Right. But what do you think is the biggest surprise so far? That's got to be one of them. Right. Although they were 0-2 last year at the start of the season, but they're saying it's a little different this year. First of all, he signed that contract. Also, you know, these are teams, uh, like divisional teams, I guess, right. in the AFC. I have not been watching a ton of football because yesterday and last Sunday I had to go to my mom's house to do stuff. But I watched a little, and I've read about it. And there is some stuff that's surprising. To me, the Cincinnati thing is the most surprising. The Broncos, I've seen people talking about how they're in trouble and they need to figure something yeah. out. I've also seen people talking about how the Giants need to figure something out, although yesterday they had their biggest comeback. Yeah, they played in a really bad team. 100 though. years, yeah. So, Not to talk about. Yeah, it. we'll talk about it. The Church of Alaska. All right, we're going to uh, get into this Bobert thing. Yeah. Bobert and Beetlejuice and hand. Like, I don't know exactly what more I could say to keep you around. Right. Vaping, groping, over the pants, hand. I mean. Right. Beetlejuice. Bobert. Right. That involves Bobert. Bobert, Beetlejuice, and If this was balls. Pelosi giving over the pants, H.J.'s like, I've heard oh, enough. No, 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 no. I've no. heard enough. I'd want to hear more. I'd well, want to hear more. I guess more. you would want to hear something I'd about it. I'd, I'd be more. intrigued. But the fact that it's Bobert. Bobert, hand Beetlejuice, and we'll let you know how Pelosi fits in next. <laughs> yeah. Uh, real quick, though, can I ask you about the NFL? Because sure. Because I know we... we Mentioned it briefly, but yeah, you got two games tonight, right? So there's is it two? I think they said oh, it was yeah. a doubleheader. They do that sometimes at the beginning of the no, year. The don't Royals they? playing the Saints, and I don't remember. But so, but most of week two is over with. I saw there's several different things I could ask you. Like here are the teams that are zero and two that could still make the playoffs. To say the Vikings, they, they give a panic meter in this article. How panicked should they be? The Vikings five out of ten. Uh, Probably I don't, not that panic. I mean the Lions lost, so right. Uh, the the Bengals, they're zero and two now. Burroughs tweaked his calf again, which he didn't practice a lot this summer because of that yeah. calf injury. So I'm sure that's got them a little bit nervous. I asked you well, earlier. The thing is, you know, I mean, injured. I think he's going to be fine as a quarterback, but if he's hurt and he can't go, I don't think there's any games right now that are must win games, like Nick Wright would say, but you can't fall too far behind. You right. know what I mean? Just making up that pace is pretty hard. Yeah. They but only- I mean, he's lucky in the long run. You know, the Bills are one and one, the Chiefs are one and one. You know, and even so, if they're not looking to win that division, trying to make the wild card, yeah, you know, you might, you know, nobody is really that you think are the favorites to make the playoffs are killing it right now. They all look a little susceptible, right? Like, I mean, even though the Chiefs won, they look great. Right, the Bills you know, lost a game. The Bills lost, right? Uh, the, uh, the the division, you know, like the AFC West. It's mm-hmm. been a kind of, uh, I guess, maybe some would pr- uh, predicted it, but. For the Chiefs fans, for Chiefs fans, it's great, but for the rest of them, not so much. So they give the Bengals panic uh, two out of ten. Not time to t- totally panic yet. Now, Chargers, how panicked would you be if you're a Chargers fan? They've got the Chargers panic meter at seven out of ten. So, you know, the the Chargers are one of those teams that I think everyone thinks are they're a good team, right? I don't know, Lazor, the Chargers. What I think of them as being like maybe almost as good as the Jags in people's minds going into the season. Mm-hmm. Do they think that that's about well, of where they're at? I mean, that like playoff game was close. Yeah, so they're 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 like Jags, right? Maybe they maybe Jags have the slight advantage. I don't know, but they you say know, the truth is there. I'm looking at it now because I thought it was close, but I don't know. But they're 
0-2 with net points of negative 5. You know what I mean? That's two and a half points a game. So a couple, you know, drop balls go your way instead of the other way. You're 2-0. and But again, you know, you can't continue to lose another right, one and right. another one. But even then, you look at it, you know, in their division, you know, they're lucky. The Raiders are 1-1. One and one. The Chiefs dropped the opening game, right? Yep, yep. Which they probably shouldn't have. So. Broncos are 0-2, right? They yeah, couldn't I mean, make the two-point conversion. So, like, you know, they're still in it. I wouldn't scored. be overly panicked right now if I were them. But I'd be like, hey, you know, we got to win a couple of these close ones instead of losing them. Right, because they, they've scored a over A lot of times that's points. the difference between playoffs when it's good teams. Right, and if you, like you just dropped one, you shouldn't have. You mm-hmm. know, you dropped one that you could have won and you didn't. A penalty that shouldn't have happened. Yeah, you know, right. just Something. That, a lot of those games come down to that, especially at the end of the season. So yeah, it says they've scored over 50 points combined in the first two games, but they're just they're not winning. Now, the Chicago Bears, they've got their panic meter at a 9 out of 10. And I don't know much about the Bears. I think the Bears are coming to Kansas City next week, right? Isn't that who the That's Chiefs right. play at Arrowhead? I think I'm going to that game. Uh, but, I mean, the Bears, if you're a Bears fan, it's hard to say, Lazo, that your panic should be high. I'm guessing your hopes weren't that high going into the season, right? I don't think people thought the Bears no. were going to be good this season. Now, of course, they're worried about their quarterback, but I'm, I mean, the Bears have been worried about their quarterback and worried about their team for a lot of years. I'm not trying to pick on the Bears. Just I feel like this would be different if you said, man, this is a team that's supposed to go to the playoffs. They're supposed to be great. Well, this I think they probably great. were hoping that their quarterback would take those next steps. I mean, he's a high draft pick and was great in college. So. Yeah. But you're, you're, it's the Bears, Bears but, right. Yeah. I mean, that's, I guess, yeah. Of course your hopes are, you, you have to have some hopes sure. going into the season. That makes it interesting. And you did draft this game. But I think the NFC, those are, you know, that's where you're starting to get a little more scared. If you're dropping games and you're 0-2. Yeah. You know, the Bears, the Vikings, and the Cardinals. Like I said, I wouldn't be overly scared, but, you know, the, the Cowboys 2-0, the 49ers yeah. 2-0, the Falcons 2-0, the Packers, then you get to 1-1. The Eagles two and zero. The Buccaneers two and zero. The Commanders two and zero. You know the Falcons have been kind of a surprise, right? I mean, being two and zero, I feel like I, I haven't good. watched their games, but I've seen the highlights and I've read some stuff about you know people saying that the, they've been playing well. So I, I don't know. I, the Burroughs thing to me is the biggest story of the first two weeks. I would think Cincinnati. That's the biggest surprise. Now maybe you're not all yeah. that surprised because you never fully believed in him, but being zero and two after this big contract. Yeah, I don't think I didn't believe in him. Right, you thought, you just, maybe you didn't think, you knew he wasn't the best. Yeah, I mean. You thought he was good. He's not Mahomes. Right. Would you 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 want But I would say he's pretty good. I I don't know that I said that. I think he's better than Dak Prescott. I think he's better than Brock Purdy. Josh Allen? Uh, Yeah. You do? I do. I think Josh Allen's is I wasn't sure. Well, would you want him on the Lions? Joe Burrow? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just yeah. making yeah, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So I, I guess Jared Goffman pretty good. But I yeah. guess I thought you believed in him a little less, maybe. But to me, that's the biggest story. Just the teams that they've lost to and the fact that he hasn't played well. And it's one thing to not play well your first week. You haven't been practicing a lot this summer. You had that injury. You look a little slow. But I mean you know, look at I mean, just you know, to prove that point about the Chargers, I mean, the Bengals are 0 2 and there's it's a twenty four point. Differential, right? That's more to get your head around than at least if you're the Chargers, you're like guys. You can go into practice and be like, "We got to do the little things, right?" Like you have an idea of what you need to do and why you're getting your ass kicked. Like, hey, you need to make that tackle, or you can't jump off. Like, you can have an idea of what we're going to do and how we're going to win, and 
But I don't know what you really do if you're like, man, we just keep getting our ass kicked and Joe's hurt. Right. We're not scoring any points. Shh. Yeah. Damn. Right? Like, yeah. I don't know what you say. So have you updated your uh, Super Bowl picks after the first two weeks? No. I mean, sticking with them? Yeah. I mean, what did I say? Who did he have for the Super Bowl? I don't think we did it, did we? Well, we talked about it off the air. the Lions-Chiefs, right? I did. I mean, well before the season. Right. That was the thing that you were saying all summer. Yeah. So, but... I didn't. I didn't. I think if I had to, if you had to, if you, if I had to put money on it right now, Dolphins Eagles. I thought you were going to say the Dolphins. Dolphins Eagles. Dolphins Eagles. Eagles played well, right? Eagles played well. They got a great team. You know, every player who ever went to Georgia plays on that team. DeAndre Swift left the Lions and looks like Barry Sanders on the Eagles. Like you know, so, and then I I do even last year. I'm a Dolphins believer. You know, I think I if two is not hurt, they win that playoff game easy. Well, I mean, I mean, if he can stay healthy, stink, I, think I think they're going to be hard, hard to beat. It was cool to see the Patriots' old uniform. It was. I like that really so much cool. better. Just yeah. go with it, guys. It was cool to see the Dolphins, who haven't changed against the Patriots' right. that old uniform. You're like, oh, man, it feels like 1984. Yes, it looks right to me. Mm-hmm. The, church. the Church of Laszlo. Yo! Yo. Hey, I want you to manually massage me over my shorts while we talk about this. Yeah, this is an adults-only... Well, start walking away. Start walking this way. Adults-only conversation. something sexy. He is. Get that leotard. <laughs> Do you have that leotard here? Well, that leotard on, that silver, shiny leotard. I'm going to get him another Come one. Come in here. I'm going to have to find one that looks just like it. I the know fact what that it looks you remember like. it was silver and shiny. How could, How I, could forget? I forget? I've been thinking about Your it Your description years. was, <laughs> I put on a shiny silver leotard. I mean... I have That's a mental shocking. picture, by that the way. That is shocking. I yeah. know you do. I have one of you as a kid when you tell a story, and then one of you as an as adult. An adult I, have both. I didn't <laughs> Me know what I looked like as a kid. But I have an idea. Got an idea. You said you were chubby and stuttered, so that's yep. part of it. Yeah. Why am I wearing this? Leotard? Mm, I, I mean, man. that's part of my <laughs> part of my imagination. I have no idea if you sounded like that or looked like that, but that's I got it in my head. That's about right. If we had a time machine, I'm afraid that Snowcone would not. Volunteer that information, which sucks because it's really important stuff. That's the kind of stuff no, you have to volunteer on this program. Yeah, and the fact that it's all you remembered. I mean, I did not believe you at first, but I, you told me a little more about the car ride and all that stuff. And yeah. so I believe that you've given us all the details. But the fact that it just started well, off with... Was this foreplay oh, before we started talking about... It was, yeah. Oh, letting okay. people know. I've given people a chance to get their kids out of the room because this is uh, an adult-only conversation. Lauren Boebert? Yeah, feels like an adult. It's got Beetlejuice in it. Yeah. So, Lauren Boebert. From Colorado. She's been going through a lot. She's been going through a divorce. She's been married to that guy for like, I don't know, 20 years or something like that. I saw some headline that said uh, GOP grandma Lauren Boebert and tr- you know, gets kicked out of theater. I didn't mm-hmm. know that she was a grandma. Is, oh, that, yeah. tru- is that true? Was she 36? I had no idea. Is it, I don't know the deal about the kids and which ones I are I think hers I read and- something that her daughter got pregnant at the same age she was when she got pregnant. Oh, really? Okay. So I don't follow her too closely, obviously. But this Beetlejuice thing was, was too much for me. Now, it's not Beetlejuice the movie. It's Beetlejuice a play. She was in Denver at this theater, and she got kicked out of this theater, her and her boyfriend. She's there with this guy. She's been with this guy like a month or two. And as she's going through a divorce, her divorce is supposed to be finalized in the next couple of days. She claims she's been very upset by this divorce. And actually, sure. uh, she, she uses the divorce as an excuse a little bit in some of her interviews about this theater incident, saying that she's just been upset about it. Yeah. She also blames her eccentric personality, and she's just got a, a very like a outgoing Everybody personality. Everybody goes stuff after they first get divorced. I think she's I admitting... acting like a kid again. Right. She's admitting to, it seems like, at least the vaping... And being loud. Or maybe she denied the vaping, but she she's, admi- the vaping, she's admitting to being uh, rowdy in the theater. Yeah. She's trying to make it sound like she was singing along or whatever. But the theater released video of Bobert 
in the theater. It's one of those kind of night vision cameras so they can keep an eye on the crowd. And you can see... Just for the record, it's her teenage son that's having a kid. Her oh. son. She doesn't, oh. have, have a daughter? she doesn't have a daughter. Oh. Well, must be thinking of somebody hmm. else. Maybe it was Palin? Are you thinking of Palin? That's another Maybe. I thought yeah, probably Palin. Because that sounds right that. for her, right? Her daughter had yeah, a daughter. Palin had a kid. Uh, young. I don't yeah. know how old Palin was when she had her first kid, though. But so anyway, the theater releases this video of Bobert and her boyfriend in the theater. And if you watch the video, uh, you can see Bobert's boyfriend grabbing her boobs. He's really going at it. I mean, I don't just not like reaching over and kind of. He's really squeezing them. I mean, he's mm-hmm. full force. And she's and leaning like he's trying to back go. and giving him good angles. Yeah, or? and she's wearing a dress, you know, that comes down and, and shows her cleavage. So it looks like he's putting his hand down, and they're really getting a feel for these. Now there are people sitting next to them and people sitting behind them. Presumably, the person sitting behind them is the one who went and complained because that person can be seen in videos early on where she's being loud and vaping or whatever, and then later she's gone. And I just assume that she's the one who went and told the theater, like, "Hey, you got to do something about these two. We already asked you once; they're being ridiculous. Now she's." reaching over and doing something to his pants, and he's grabbing her boobs. So, I mean, look, the video's obvious. The dress that she's wearing, you can see pictures of her before and after the show. It's her dress. Uh, it's him. He's, you know, it, it's, All right, so it's I can't him. believe I'm just doing this. It says in the video she's vaping, so I'm not sure that she's denying that. I don't know that she... And she, CCTV footage, uh, Bobert can be seen taking, talking with male companion and vaping. Yeah. No, she denied it before the video came out. Oh, oh okay. before the video came out. Okay, the other thing, too, is people are saying she's in Colorado, she's vaping, She's probably vaping weed. I mean, that's a, you know, it's Colorado. You're vaping in the theater. Now, people Maybe, said that, and I thought, I vape nicotine. And if I was in a theater, right. I'd be trying to vape nicotine. Yeah, I thought so, nicotine. Yeah, I, I think at, if you're hooked on nicotine. I vaped at Kauffman Stadium and had people look at me. Yes. And I'm like, it's nicotine, man. It's right. okay. Right. And they're like, oh, okay. Well, you know, so I think, yes, we think it's marijuana. But for people if you're like addicted us to nicotine, addicted yes. to nicotine like, I don't think it's crazy to it think it's nicotine. It could be her. I'm not going to say. I have no idea. But it certainly could I've never seen her smoke before, though. No. You know, if it was Obama vaping, you think you'd, you'd, you'd be like, I don't know. It could have been either. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because we know that he used to go behind the White House and smoke, smoke a cigarette. You know, so. Yeah, we know that he smokes. We've never heard anybody her. say that about her, but that doesn't mean she wasn't. Right. It's just usually vaping is for people like us who are like, I got to have a cigarette. Either I'm like, you know, I in an airplane, maybe nobody will yeah. notice it. Or I'm at Coffin Stadium where nobody will care. Right. Right. I don't think it's crazy to think it was nicotine at all. No. And I think that people who are saying, oh, it's obviously weed. She's in Colorado. I just don't. But think the idea that like, we've never heard of her smoking cigarettes before is. Yeah. So, I mean, look, it could be weed. I'm not saying it isn't. No, I know. I'm just I'm saying it could We be have no idea. Just as equally no easily idea. be nicotine. So but for someone who doesn't smoke to vape. Maybe it's weed. Yeah. And that Beetlejuice would be like, so I just, you just took up nicotine at Beetlejuice. Right. <laughs> Right, and maybe she just does it when she doesn't think she's being watched because she right. doesn't want cameras seeing her. And that yeah, she could be a smoker. It would not surprise me if Bobert smoked. No, not at all. She looks so like she could smoke. She's been doing, you know, she's been being asked about this. I've heard uh, rumors that she's worried that this is going to cost her the election. I've heard other people saying that it will absolutely cost her the election. I don't know if that's true or not. But of all this stuff that she's done, this is, I think, my favorite interview with her talking about the theater incident. Now, Snowcone, Lazo, if you guys have other examples of her defending her behavior please let me know but this is the one that i thought was great oh by the way this is on oan that news channel that you forget about still existing the speaker of the house announced an impeachment inquiry yesterday uh we're facing a government shutdown and trying to fund the federal she's trying to say look at all the stuff we got going on kevin mccarthy yeah i'm like well this is not impeachable uh, Zelensky threatening to send uh, refugees here. And what's the top story? Lauren Bobert getting kicked out of the Beulah Theater yes. in Denver, Colorado. What the media field. does 
It's what the media does. It's what the media does. It's what the media does. There's video, dude, of her getting groped. Right. I mean, come on. So yes, what, it what, is, what, what went down? Do. Huh. So, um, I was a little too uh, eccentric. I, I am, I'm very known for having uh, a animated personality, uh, maybe overtly animated Me personality. Me I was, too. I love this guy. Me too. I was laughing. I was singing, having a fantastic time. Was told to kind of settle it down a little bit, uh, which I did. But then uh, my next slip up was uh, taking a picture of. Right. Uh, the, you can't the take cap- any images of the play. I've done it too. I've snuck them. <laughs> This, wow. guy, right. this guy is trying uh, so it's hard. so amazing. And I right. thought when she said my next slip up was, I was like, you reached over to his right. crotch and started touching him. But no, it's that I took a picture. Right. So you got thrown out because you took a pic and you weren't supposed to. But you know that what? Right. Here's my whole but thing. There was no arguing. There's reports saying that I was arguing, threatening to call the Denver mayor. I don't know why I would ever call the Denver mayor. I think he would have tried to lock me up. Yeah. Um, there are reports saying I was on the board of something. I don't know what I'm on the board of. Uh, I'm on the edge of a lot of things, let me tell you. Uh, but <laughs> well, probably the people mean? that complain, here's what I'm know. thinking. You're in Denver, Lauren. It's very liberal. The people that complained to the ushers that you were being noisy could have recognized you and been like, oh, I think that's that MAGA girl. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know how they are. I get it. Mm. I get Warren it. Bobert, I think you explained so it well enough, and the mainstream media can take a fly and <clears throat> You take care. Have a good day. I think you Appreciate explained you. it well enough. I love He's like, I think you explained it. That's what you want to hear from you a reporter, too. Talk about it. I think you explained it well enough. You took a photo. That's ridiculous. I heard Coulter, if you're She's not happy her, about she it. She said, totally embarrassing bimbo. Called her a bimbo. Wow. Yeah. Not defending her at all. Embarrassing and disrespectful. She just dancing now, around. Now, this the- is what I thought, and I wanted to check and make sure I had it right, because I'd kind of read somewhere and just kind of skimmed it, but her date. I was like, who is she dating? And her date is 46-year-old Quinn Gallagher. You guys know anything about this guy? I think nope. he's a bar owner. I, I he's a Democrat-supporting owner of I a heard bar he was a that hosts LGBTQ and uh, drag events in the ski that. town of Aspen. The events included a woman's party for Aspen Gay Ski Week, in a winter wonderland burlesque and drag show. Bobert has been outspoken critic of drag shows as evidence uh, in a June 22nd post on the social media platform known as X, which read, take your children to church, not drag bars. This does put me in a spot. Who's, is it Michael Savage? Remember him at the night? The talk shows? Yeah. yeah. I know a guy who knows him mm-hmm. and said, uh, and this guy that knows him happens to be gay. And said, you know, they go out sailing in San Francisco. And he's nothing like that. It's a show. That does make me think if people have bought into this. We don't know if that's true or not. We have no idea. But my friend said that. It's believable. You're like, oh, My friend and acquaintance, really, is in radio and pretty high up and had mentioned it to me. That, yeah, no, this happens, man. He's not like that. And he didn't say he didn't believe everything he said. It was just like, yeah, he's not. He's fine. You wouldn't hate him. I'm like, oh, okay. You know, and I've always thought that and told you that to some degree. Like, How much do these people believe? I was like, what? I don't think Rush believed everything he said the same way no. I didn't. Well, I guess now it's different. But back in the day, I didn't believe everything Howard said. No. Was what he really meant or felt. It's part of an act, right? Especially Not everything you say is everything, right? Yeah. Not everything I say. I think whatever Snowcomb says is probably pretty true. I can't mm-hmm. imagine him being a good actor. He's but, an honest guy. That said, it does make me think, you know, you start with that. If you start with that premise, it's really pretty smart. If you say to yourself, all right, I see how big Rush is. I see how big Howard is, right? I see how all they take on a persona and they get people to follow them. If you wanted to be a congressman, 
or a senator. There are certain things that you know you could say that will get people lined up to vote for you, just like Rush had people lined up to listen to him, and Howard had people lined up to listen to him, and Michael Savage had people lined up to listen to him. It wouldn't be that hard to be like dating a guy who owns a bar that does drag shows. You're like, yeah, I don't care about that. But when I put out a tweet like this, I win elections. Right? Of course. I don't. I just assume that well, I a lot always, of these people don't believe everything, especially when they go full MAGA. I mean, Trump yeah, I changed his mind on stuff. That. It was like Trump was trying to figure out as he went. Well, Wait, I never thought Trump this, did, but I, you know, I, I believe a lot of these people. Marjorie does seem like a crazy Facebook mom who gets yeah, her news I believe from Senator Ted Cruz believes what he's saying. I do. <sighs> it's hard to tell. I really don't know. Like, I do. I think sometimes they you know, do I think it. there are people out there that are saying it, and I think there's other people out there who are just trying to win elections. I think well, there are some, but I would say the majority of them don't actually care. But I don't believe, at least not everything that they say. Like Lindsey Graham doesn't care. No, I mean, he's gone back and forth. And yeah. like Ted Cruz, I think, is a smart guy. I just have to assume that a lot of the stuff he stands for or against, he's well, not. Isn't that the it's reason Bush said he didn't like Cruz? He's like, because That's he, what actually, they all said. he actually Franken believes and, it. Where yeah, we so all know it's it a could, show. Yeah, so it could right. be. It could absolutely be that he is all in. But with, with someone like Bobert, you could tell me she's a Facebook mom who gets all of her news from memes like Marjorie, and I'd say, okay. Or you could tell me she's dating a Democrat who hosts... Drag shows at his bars. Right. Also, I, mean, I do believe, I believe Sarah Palin believed what she was saying. I yeah. don't think she was acting. I don't really think so either, no. I mean, it wasn't, I don't it think wasn't it was as, all well thought out. Yeah. But I think she meant it. And it seemed, God, it's crazy to think, but the stuff was that we were debating and getting angry about, it wasn't, you know, it's just gotten further and further right. down the road of crazy. But uh, what about you as a you Democrat? Know, would you, know, you you're date right, though, the ne- neocons, you know. Uh, that's, I think, is the difference when you start parsing this out, is that, I think the neocons believed it. Oh, me too. That yeah. was a way f- that the world should run. I think, you know, George Bush and George Bush Sr. and Dick Cheney and Scooter Libby or and whatever Rumsfeld. and Rumsfeld, that was a way that the United States should run, and they were going to do it at any cost, right? Like, this is the way the United States government and the United States should work, not only domestically, but really foreign policy. I don't know that these people believe it all the time. I, I think either. there's some of them that do, like I said. But, I, you know, and the more I see this, I think, she, I mean, she. I guessing it's probably, like we just talked about in movies, a lot of it's probably, her foot is based over there, but I don't think she cares if there's a drag show. I mean, you're just vaping and screaming and yelling at Beetlejuice. Just, just doesn't sound to me. Like the kind of person who's like, no drag shows, ever. And going to church right? all the time. Yeah. Do you, would you date her as a left-of-center person? We talked about this last week with Red Flags, and I said, I'm, if you say you're Republican, whatever, we'll just see how Republican are you. How, you know, we can talk about it. But Lauren Boebert, I mean, she lets you grab no. her boobs at Beetlejuice. She's good-looking, and she I mean, all gives you over the good, pants but, but no, uh, just because of who she is. Yeah, it's too much. She's gone too far. Too it's too, far too mean. Too she is. I don't the want to be wrapped up in that. Stuff. And then, I, you know, for as much trouble as she gets into, not even trouble, I shouldn't say trouble, but as much attention as she draws to herself, I don't need people looking into my background nope, like that. Exactly. That be, I'm with you. It'd be fearful, right? I mean, if you're saying if I met her at a bar, would I have sex with her once? Yes, absolutely. Sure. Would I have course, brunch with no. her the next morning? Dating yes. But am I going to go to the movies with her or Beetlejuice? I can't. Yeah, I, I get can't. it. And it's not because of what she says. Oh, for it's me, it's part of, of partially what she says, for well, sure. I get what you're all saying. the attention. Just the mean if she stuff. Just said, sat down, but if she just sat down and said, hey, you know, I'm just winning elections. 
Right. I'm like, well, but at the cost of what? You're mean, you know, and you're you're she's riling like, people up, and you're. Like, I don't have any. It's too power. much. I've, you know, I think she does if we're talking about her. But the point is, she was obviously giving this guy an over the pants yes. crotch rub, and he was clearly grabbing her boobs. She denied after she got kicked out that she was vaping and being loud or whatever. So they released this video. It says Bobert originally denied that she was kicked out of the theater for vaping during the performance, but the video footage refuted those claims. The video footage um, shows Bobert using a vape, taking flash photos, raising her arms, and dancing from her chair. Yeah, it also shows him grabbing her boobs and mm-hmm. her reaching over and doing something to his crotch. Well, she touches his. She's yeah. moving it. I mean, she's her. It's not like she just went over and gave well, it a she touch. May be, it may be moving with him, but there's right, movement whatever. There's there. movement going on, and she's reaching over it. So it's it's junior high movie. It's with like your mine right now, stuff. moving a little bit. Yeah, your snow cone. Yeah, it's getting there. Hmm. I don't know. Do, they, Come over here. they say that they think this is going to cost. She's worried this is going to cost her the election. When I saw it, I thought I don't think anything costs anybody elections anymore. Oh, I don't think that. I think if anything costs her the election, is what we just talked about getting out. That he's a Democrat? And I saw has, somebody saying that. And has bars that do drag shows. Yeah. I, sur- I think that's the only that. thing that may piss off those people who, you know, believe that she believes. I don't think it will. Because, once again, they'll be like, well, what's our alternative? But if I was a MAGA person right now, I'd get in that race. Sure. Right? Do, like, do that's it. And I'd have her like, you know what? We talk about family values and look at this woman. I'd be running that ad constantly. Yeah, do, right? do her voters care that she was getting groped? I don't think they back. do unless they had someone to vote for who doesn't have that video out. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if I could just go in and run and have no past or any, it, it, just straight MAGA credentials, I think you beat her. But th- that's not going to happen. After the video came out, she tried to lie about lying about vaping. Did you see that? Like, oh, well, I be- believed I wasn't. I have the quote. So yeah. Says, yeah, she said, I whether, really thought I did it. Yeah, whether it was the excitement of seeing a much-anticipated production... Uh, or the natural anxiety of being in a new environment. I genuinely did not recall vaping that evening when I discussed the night's events with my campaign team while confirming my enthusiasm for the musical. Regardless of my belief, it's clear now that was not accurate. It was not. I am my- shocked. I mean, she lied about it, and it's fine. But I'm shocked that there. I would have. I just wouldn't have thought there were cameras in there. I never know. You know now what? I, think I mean, now everywhere. I think about it. But if you said, "Are there cameras in?" The theater where there's plays, I'd be like, at first I'd be like, no. And they say, oh, well, they have to have them. What about the mass shootings and everything? Then I'd be like, all right. But if I just left there and they're like, I, I wouldn't think that there's cameras in there. It's just not the first thing I think. I think if I tell them I wasn't vaping, then how are they going to know? The only reason I would know, right. I think, is because I see a lot of videos on Reddit in the last couple of years that supposedly people who work at movie theaters post of people in their seats, look at what these people are doing. And yeah, so I'm like, oh, thought. there's night vision cameras in those things. Which, again, just like you said, I think, oh, maybe it's because of shootings and all that. Right. They to put them in there. So I might think now, like, yeah, there's maybe. a good Now I will, that I've seen that. that, but I would have thought. Like, if you had said, like, I, there's no way I thought that I could call Broadway and be like, hey, do you have the video of me and my kids right. in there? Right. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure, I'll send it to you. I would have never well, thought there's a camera in there. Yeah, okay. I, th- I just assume now that there is, but it's probably because of seeing those videos. But if this musical comes to town, I assume it's a musical, right? I don't really know. I think so. Yeah. But if this musical comes to town, scene, so. we're going. And we're going to do rock, paper, scissors to see who does what. Because someone's getting their boobs grabbed and someone's yeah, getting over the that. pants HJ. For sure. I'll do both. The Church of Lazlo. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. 
Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast it's time to doom scroll with slim fast what you don't know could kill you murder hornets herpes infected monkeys this is headlines on the church of laszlo yo yo Ready to do this? I'm ready. All right. Well, um, I guess one of the big stories today is this prisoner swap with Iran. The United States swapped prisoners. There's always people who were upset. You know, we shouldn't have let these people go. Sure. All I saw was that the people that the United States let go were all nonviolent. And uh, it seemed like the people coming home were pretty happy. If I was held captive in Russia or Iran or whatever, I would hope that the government would work to get me released. But I'm almost certain that they wouldn't. I think you have to be... A somewhat notable person for the government to get involved. It, I guess it depends on the country. Maybe if they want to make a point of you as a private citizen saying, look, this guy was doing nothing wrong and they want to make the other country look bad. Otherwise, I assume you just sit there and rot in prison. So I'm happy that these people were able to uh, come home or they're on their way home. Last I saw them, they were in, is it Qatar or Qatar? I hear people saying it both ways. I've heard both. I've heard Obama heard, say Qatar. I heard more Qatar than Qatar. But when I was Qatar. there, we called it Qatar. Yeah, it seems like they're shifting towards Qatar. But the Americans have now landed here at Doha International Airport after a roughly two-hour flight from Tehran. They are now here as free men and women. The Americans will now spend a little bit of time here uh, undergoing a medical check before they board a flight to the United States to be reunited with their families. In tandem with this, the U.S. as its part of the prisoner swap, releasing five Iranians who administration officials tell us are all convicted of nonviolent crimes. Okay, so there you go. go. Look, 
I understand people getting upset that there's money involved. I understand people getting upset that you're freeing uh, prisoners that we have. But my thing is, why get the prisoners unless you can use them as leverage later to get your prisoners back? Right? There's so few prisoners that, like that guy that they traded in Russia to get, right. uh, what's your name? Maybe back, it's a Brittany favor. Uh, maybe it's what? A favor. A favor to who? Like, you owe me one. Could be. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, we're, you want anything right now, but you owe me one. Yeah. You I, know, and I feel like we could say that. We could say that. Like, hey, we need to get this done. Yeah. We're like, all right, well, just remember, it can be quiet and you don't have to talk about it, but you owe us one. Yeah, I saw. And, I would think that's probably. I think most of those negotiations go like that. I think they said one or two of the prisoners that, that America had, the Iranian prisoners that America had held captive, are uh, like live in America and that they will, now that they're free, will continue to live right. in the United States. They're not even going back to Iran. Drew Barrymore. We got a lot of celebrities Love to talk her. about today, but Drew scab. Barrymore, she's a scab, right? So she started, people, yeah, she started taking heat when she said she was going to bring her daytime talk show back. And then she tweeted something about, you know, we're going to do the show. Uh, we won't do certain, you know, written things or whatever, but we're going to do the show. A lot of people work the show, whatever. It became such a controversial tweet that people were posting. Did everybody, you know, I have to be it. honest with you, I don't watch regular TV. Me neither. We're here all day, so... Has but even the nighttime shows are they all not doing their shows? As far as I know, they weren't. The last thing I saw yeah, they're was all like doing the, that podcast together. The late night talk show hosts were doing something together where they all talked to one another. A, they have a podcast called Strike Force Five, but no TV show, no show, no show, right? Okay, but there have like, I been, just have not been affected by this at all. No, and that's the problem with this strike. That's a big not issue yet. in that's the story. Yeah, I mean, like I'm watching Billions now and Winning Time. So shows that are new that were already written and in, in the it, can. I, that's the thing. You know, so it won't hit me until these are over, and I'm yep. like, wait, what? What's new? And they're like, there is nothing new. That's when it'll hit me. But I think probably for most people who watch TV like I do. It hasn't affected me at all. Like, what am I missing? Like a new law and order? And don't care. I've heard criticism from liberal leaning people about this strike, saying you don't have leverage because the things you're asking for. First of all, I've heard them say that they think it's too much, but whatever. But they say your leverage sucks because if the UAW goes on strike, people go to a new car lot. They start to feel that almost immediately. I want to buy this car. I can't get it because they're not making them right now, right? So the consumer starts to feel it. If UPS goes on strike and you don't get your packages, consumers are pissed. That's leverage. But with this writer's strike, you're making the studios happy, the streamers happy, Netflix, anyone that creates content because they're saving money for a while. And as consumers on our end, where we're just watching it, we don't notice because they've got so much stuff in the can. And there's also, they said, you know, other things that they can make. Now, eventually, Snowcone, like you're, I think, saying, we would start to feel it. If you're waiting for your show to come back, when if House you got of a show, doesn't come right, back. right? You're waiting for your show to come back. Then you would really feel it because like when House of Dragon, like a huge oh, HBO show, like when it's not coming back, and you know for two years, whatever, then you notice. Then you feel it. Although it seems like it takes them that long anyway. Well, I, I did know. see on Max. I watched this show called Heels or whatever, and I read that it was canceled. I, I or no, it's on Stars. Oh. I don't have Stars anymore, but I saw it advertised as the second season. I have a trial right now. I'm like, oh. I bet you they had that in a can, and they were like, this isn't very good, nobody's watching it, we're not even going to put it out, right? And I did think, maybe with the writer's strike, they're like, well, put out that second season that we weren't going to release. Oh, that's the wrestling thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was like, maybe they did that. that. I didn't right? know they canceled that. Yeah, that's one of those things we know, like... There's got to be stuff in the can that they've done that they're like, don't release it. It's not worth the money. It's right. not worth the trouble. Warner Brothers Forget said it. no to and Batgirl or yeah, whatever that it was, right? Batgirl's done. It was done. Right. And the, the CEO... I just wonder if some of the stuff we're seeing is stuff that they said... We're not doing it. And now they're like, well, we don't got anything else. Put, put out that. T- 
TV show that only Lazo watched. I don't think they're to that point yet. At least what the people have been saying on TV is that you wouldn't start to notice it until sometime next year. Because everything that you're watching within the next, I think it said nine to ten months, is all stuff that was finished. It's in, it could be in post-production, but it's basically finished. So you wouldn't really start to notice them you know, scraping the bottom of the barrel. You notice it on talk shows because they We're stop. There, right. I right. But I didn't notice but it. But when they did the writer strike last time, I remember them doing talk shows. They just That's did these very limited versions. That's when Colbert, I remember Colbert saying clock gobbler, and it was because oh, of the writer's right. strike. And that's where I got that, because he was talking about the writer's strike and how they were just trying to take up time because they couldn't do written material. They didn't want to cross the picket line or whatever. So I kind of thought these talk shows were, quote unquote, allowed to continue if they, these limited but now it's versions also, of their it's shows. But it's the writers, it's the actors That's true, too. the actors too. So, so anyway, people were mad. They were mad at Drew Barrymore, and she it's brought bad. the show back, and then she said, you know what, never mind. No lights, no cameras, and no action for Drew Barrymore. The star announcing Sunday that she no longer plans to debut the new season of her talk show. The reversal coming just one week after Barrymore said that she'd start shooting again. A decision that drew immediate backlash online and from Hollywood. The National Book Awards also rescinded an invitation for the star to host its event. Over the weekend, Barrymore writing on Instagram, I have no words to express my deepest apologies to anyone I have hurt. Now, the thing is, people get so worked up about this. Snow Cone, did you see the original tweet that Barrymore had about why she's bringing the show back? And they were talking, look at every celebrity who liked it. And And it was like Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston's always And they're like, of course she liked it. You know, and then some celebrities unliked it. I think Jennifer Garner maybe yeah, was one who liked it and then it, went yeah. back and unliked it because right. the blowback has been fierce and immediate. So then Drew Barrymore starts posting videos on Instagram kind of explaining what she's doing. And then she deletes some of these videos. I think mm-hmm. both of these videos have been deleted now. I wanted to own a decision and I would just take full responsibility for my actions. I know there's just nothing I can do that will make this okay. For those it is not okay with, my intentions have never been in a place to upset or hurt anyone. It's not who I am. There's a huge question of the why. Why am I doing this? (laughs) Well, I certainly couldn't have expected this kind of attention. This is bigger than me. And there are other people's jobs on the line. I heard other shows are doing the same thing. I don't know if it was the talk, maybe. Some of those other talk shows that I guess yeah, were like going to come View back. And stuff. I think they're still going. The View was on this morning because I saw Whoopi him. talking yeah. about Hassan and defending him. So I don't know okay. why some I shows are on. you watch The View every day. Look, man. Are they still doing a show? There's three dudes in here. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't know why they're doing a show. Although other shows have said they're going to stop doing shows too so i don't know if the view is one of those i'm pretty sure i saw the talk was one of them mm. there were several shows that after drew Barrymore said i'm done others said yeah we're, we're gonna stop too well, bill maher too bill maher said he's coming back but he yeah. hasn't said he's not right no, he's, he's still, still coming, coming back, back. he says he's gonna come back and he's g- gonna do his show and he won't be doing a monologue and there was something else okay. i don't remember but you know drew Barrymore talked about this too there's other employees on the show trying to use that as a defense like they're not part of the strike um and they need, you know, they don't get paid if the show's not right, being. The guys I will say it's got to be, a, you know, look if the writer strikes and I walk with them. Mm-hmm. But I will say when you go home at night and you're like, all right, so it's me and the writers, with the cameraman and the best boy and whatever mm-hmm. else it is. Mm-hmm. Those people are out, man, and they exactly. got families, and mm-hmm. then my name is on that. You know, yep. I don't know exactly what you do at that point. You know, so what's cool about that? I've podcast. heard of people who, you know, even college coaches during COVID. Who said, look, man, you know, we're all still getting paid, but these workers in the stadium aren't mm-hmm. who gave them money. Mm-hmm. Who were like, hey, out of my salary, 
here's 30 grand. That's what you were made. You know what I mean? Well, Let me do that, do right? I would think Drew Barrymore. I don't know, but I don't know what her staff is and what it makes, you know? Right. How much money? Well, that could would she be? pay the cameraman, you know? I, because that would be my thought. Like, all right, I'm going to pay you guys, you know, for how much ever long we're on strike. I'll give you six months up front and then let's just go home. So the five late night. Uh, hosts doing that podcast, they're doing it because all the money they get from that, they're giving to the staff. So they have these huge endorsement deals oh, I see. doing commercials on the podcast. Makes sense, yeah. All that money goes to their staff who are now out of work. Right, so that makes complete sense. That's I wouldn't think they'd have to do that. But. And I think why they probably aren't calling them scabs, right? Because it is weird. No, wait, they're not doing the show. Right, I'm no, going to be doing, doing anything. They're doing a podcast. What is that? I don't think that's. Beautiful. I don't, I don't think, think it would be either. Oh, again, I don't think what we're doing money. is breaking the writers. Right? There's no writers on a podcast. No, right? no, no. Them right. working in general. I and don't it's know just that. them. Talking. No, there's yeah. no. I, I think no, them no, giving no. the I money think it's to these doing people stuff is. that has writers. And it's a great workaround to make sure your staff gets paid. Yeah. And it is. I just, you know, I, I mean, I like that they're doing that. I also think they have enough money. They probably don't have to do the podcast. Yeah, I don't know how much it would cost to pay all those people, but I swear. That when the last writer's strike happened 10, 12, 15 years ago, however long it's been, those shows were on. It's like 08. I remember, like the Stephen Colbert thing, I mean, I remember them being on TV and the shows were very different and they talked about how they, you know, were struggling for content, but those late night talk shows were on the air. I swear well, to Does every were. show have writers? I mean, to all some these degree, shows like we're do, watching First Things First, they have writers? I don't know about that. I would think they would. I know. You know I don't know if they call them something else, but I'm guessing, I don't know, but I'm guessing there's some sort of meeting. Before the show, and somebody puts together thoughts and ideas. Or now, punches they, up someone's take, even. Right, or, they, right. If that's, uh, you know, uh, uh, if that's then considered a producer, and that person isn't on strike, you know, I guess you'd have to look around your show, whichever one it is, and be like, are any people on strike? Right. And they're like, I am. All right, well, then I'll walk with you. But if you look around, they're like, yeah, no writers in here, man. Right. Then we're going to work. Yeah, uh, I mean, I know Bill Maher also reversed. He's not coming back. Oh, he did reverse. Yes. Oh, as okay. An, uh, an hour ago. Wow. Like. Okay. Well, while we're speaking of strikes, we'll go ahead and talk about the UAW because they're on strike, but they may be close to getting a deal. Ford already offered something. I think GM is about to offer something they may have offered already. And I missed it. Stellantis has been the slowest to respond, but who the hell is Stellantis? That's Chrysler. But I saw someone saying, I didn't even know that. Yeah, they remember it was Fiat for a while. Well, that's what I thought it was. Yeah, so then Fiat Auto joined with the French Auto Group, and they became Stellantis, and so yeah. now they have all these French brands and Spanish brands and whatever, uh, American brands. So they've been the slowest. But I saw someone say that the CEO of one of the big three, it had to be GM or Ford, that one of, because of how much money they've been making, they've been making good money in the last couple of years yeah, with COVID, you know, and then it was harder to get cars. The dealers are making a lot of money because they're charging more for these cars than they're supposed to be charging. And I saw that one of the CEOs, they said, took like a 40% pay increase. Yeah, so what I saw is that the union is asking the same thing that the CEOs have gained over the last four okay, years. Okay, okay, So we're just asking for what you got over the last four years yeah. just for ourselves. And they said, like, that'll be hard for them to argue because you did give the yeah. CEO a 40% pay increase, but you're going to say you can't afford 40% pay right. increases? Well, you gave him one. As the United Auto Workers strike against the big three rolls into day four... This morning, signs of hope. The UAW writing on Saturday, we had reasonably productive conversations with Ford. The company writing, Ford remains absolutely committed to reaching an agreement that rewards our employees and protects Ford's ability to invest in the future. General Motors also restarted negotiations with the union. And while more bargaining with Stellantis is expected today, the union and Jeep maker bicker over the weekend. We're just the number to them. They do not care. Okay, so... You know, I see people, young people, constantly online complaining about the American dream is dead, 
It used to be the average homeowner, first home, sure. you were 28 years old, now it's 47. We don't make enough money to move up. All, sure. all these things. And I think you're right, and there's plenty of evidence that you're using to back I this agree up. With that. That, that it's hard for you to, to, and things cost more, and you're not, your sure. pay is not increasing with inflation and those things. But this is all the more reason to be active about unionizing. Right. Start yeah. unions. Look at you're the UAW. Against. UAW employees already, before this strikes over, they were already making $20 more an hour than Tesla employees. Right, sure. Think about that. And I, I don't know how much more they make than the uh, Japanese automakers who, who uh, you know, set up shop and right-to-work states. I mean, states. it started with the idea. I mean, well, I mean, look, we don't have to go back into how the UAW started. You can watch all the movies if you want. But, you know, the idea was Ford paid his employees enough money that he, they could buy his products, exactly. right? We're not yeah. there. Right. We're not there. No, I mean, from a lot of I mean, people Think now, about where you work and can you constantly... Could you buy a new Bronco? Right, you know... Uh, Cars or, are forty thousand dollars. Yeah, if you work at a grocery store. Could you afford to buy the no. high end groceries at that store every time you go out to buy groceries? The answer is probably not. No, you right. And we just we've kind of lost track of that. Yes, and meanwhile, the companies continue to make more money. And they, this straw man argument seems to be that liberals think that billionaires shouldn't exist. They right. shouldn't exist. And I know maybe somewhere there's, there's someone some, who says there that. Are. But for the most extreme. part, that's not the argument. The argument is. If these billionaires are allowed, any CEOs are allowed to continue to make so much more than their employees, then why aren't employees making any money? And in other countries, when you see this happen, I watched that documentary about the old CEO of Nissan. And right. You should watch that. There's one on Netflix and one on uh, Apple. Gone guy. Yeah, at Carlos Ghosn. And uh, you know when he won, when he was becoming CEO of, I think it was Renault in France. They found out how much he was going to make, and they lost their minds. And dude, it was a fraction of what a CEO in the United right. States would make. You know, it's like a percentage more than the average hourly employee. And they talk about how in the United States, in the documentary, they say it's normal in the United States. CEOs make that much money. In other countries, they don't like that. So Japan, too, they're like, no, you can't make that much money. They were furious. We don't do that. We bitch about it a little bit, but we don't really take to the streets well, and, and say no. We don't really call them out. I mean, Sanders tried to, but, you know, we have oligarchs. Absolutely. That's what we have. And Absolutely. We're more of them. But if you say oligarch, you're like, oh, those goddamn Russian oligarchs. But we have a, you know, and Sanders kind of said oligarchs a lot in the sense of Russia, too. Mm-hmm. Well, we have them here. Right. They're influencing right? government. They're right. paying for people to get into exactly. office. We they're can name a bunch bills. of them right now. Yes. Right. And some of them are doing good things. Right. Some I'm of them are doing bad right. Some of them agree with you. Some of them don't. But they're oligarchs. That's what they are. Yes, I agree. And the fact that they can have this much influence like in government said, makes always, them oligarchs. Uh, and especially white people, uh, women and men, you feel like you have more in common with Bezos than you do a poor black person. And the, the reality is you, you have way more in common with minorities, and they've just divided you. Yes. Your commonality is not white rich dudes. Trust me. Donald Trump does not want to hang out with you, even if you voted for him. He ain't coming to dinner with him. It's a different life. It's just, it's not happening. He doesn't like the way you live. No. He doesn't he like you. He thinks you're scum. He thinks you're scum. He thinks <laughs> right. you're an idiot. And... Like you got no passion and no motivation. Like that's what he thinks. Yes. I'm telling you. And these companies and politicians have done a great job of getting us to Believe misdirect our hostility. Our Always, constantly. You know, fight they about global They turn us against each other. Or, yes, because it's instead of what it is. Yes. So look, and the that, smartest thing they did was, I mean, look, there's a lot of racism in this country. It was legit racism, but part of the smartest thing they did was turn us against each other, race wise, as opposed to income level wise. Of course. Yeah. Which is what, and I see people argue, you know, upset about it now, and you should be, but you got to do something about They're it. They're starting to and lose unions the are starting to because, you know, that. Rome collapsed on its own, but Rome in its heyday was very much like the United States in the sense that, you know, regular people had bathhouses and 
right? All this luxury nice stuff, right? And that's how they kept them happy. Like, they figured it out. And they did that with us, too. Cable in TV the and, right? TikTok. But now they're at the point well, where the it's 50s, like it was cars are $50,000. That wasn't it. No. They, they, get, they let you have enough stuff to feel like you had enough stuff. Now they're getting to they the point to where... I don't got enough stuff. Right. And that's the same thing that happened with, like, it ain't worth it now. No. Right? And you read these old books Just and, stay and on articles. TikTok. Focus on that. Back mm-hmm. in the day, these, these CEOs and politicians, they were scared of Russians. Right? Back in the 50s, 60s, they were so scared of sure. Russians, and they wanted to prove that capitalism could work. And one of the ways they did that was by making sure they paid their employees, showed, look how happy exactly. my employees are. They're, they've got nice stuff. I pay them well. And that's what they did. It's like the fear of the, the commies kind of subsided. Rich people just decided, you know what? I don't, why were we giving people money? Why were we paying them? The minimum right. wage is $7. Why were we paying them more than that? It's like they lost track of it, and they said, just pay right. them the minimum wage or get workers from another country and just do that. We can pay them $4 an hour instead of $7 an hour. And that's where we're at now. And I see like a New York Post article about the UAW strike, and I go down and read the comments because I know the Post is News Corp, right? And I go down and read all those comments. It's these whiny liberal bitches. Get back to work. Right. You're fighting us. Right. Why are you fighting these people who want to get paid a decent wage? Don't you want to get paid a decent right. wage? But instead, these strike, these union workers are whiny liberal pussies. It's the same pussies. thing. Like, I mean, it's, it's always been like that. It just defi- even student loans. Yeah. Like, I paid mine. You should pay yours. Like, what? I don't, because you were punished unfairly? That someone else should be punished unfairly? Like, what are we doing here? Just right? fight each other. Right. And it's, you know, even with these, we should be happy that there are and some I unions get it. out If there. I had student loans, I'd just finish paying mine. I'd be like, damn, man. Right. I shouldn't have paid them off. Yeah. But eventually, someone's going to take that on the chin for the people behind them. Yeah. Right. Like, what are you doing? We don't do that anymore. Yes. We literally don't do anything and take something on the chin for the next generation. We don't do that. No. But we should, well, and we, we should, should also organize labor. And d- unions need yes. to be kept in check, okay? Well, I understand course. that. Unions can have too Union, much power, but it ain't there control. yet. We'll discuss that when it's there. Right. The Church of Laszlo. It's time to doom scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Herpes infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. All right, let's finish this up, baby. All right, so Russell Brand. Get him to the Greek star, saving yeah. Sarah Marshall. Forgetting Sarah. Uh, what did I say? Saving her? That's, that should have been the sequel. Now we're saving mm-hmm. her. Uh, and, you know, he's got this podcast. He's kind of become like a guru. I saw someone was, I don't know, I guess maybe accusing him of kind of becoming a cult leader. He's got this whole movement. If, I think his podcast is you got to pay for it. I think there might be like some free things. And I, I've heard bits and pieces, but I, I think it's all paywalled. I'm pretty sure these people are all subscribers he's done comedy specials obviously i think sure. a few years ago he did a special for netflix probably i think it can be funny Me at too. times uh, other times i'm like i don't know what this guy is talking well, I think about that's with everybody but I, you know i enjoy him i think he's really funny in those movies man yeah uh, really funny so he's been accused of some uh well rape he's been accused of rape and grooming and just you know uh, i don't know what do you say sexual assault Multiple yeah. women have accused him of uh, improper sexual. Uh, I, you get in trouble for saying the wrong things, right? Right. I mean, one of these cases for sure is just straight up rape that she's alleging. 
Now, Russell Brand has denied this stuff. British comedian and actor Russell Brand is denying allegations that he sexually assaulted several women. This weekend, British news outlets, including The Times of London, published a joint investigation. In it, four women allege that Brand assaulted them in separate instances between 2006 and 2013. One of the accusers says she was 16 years old at the time. In a video posted on social media, Brand says that all of the relationships have been consensual. Okay, so one of these accusers, they call her Nadia in the story, she says that she had had some, she met him uh, back in the, this is like, everything happened, I think they said between 2006 and 2013. Now, Nadia, not her real name, she was in her 30s at the time of this incident. She'd met him at some sort of a party. They stayed in contact a little bit. He'd asked her to come over at one point. It seems like there was kind of a back and forth. And eventually she goes over to his house. This is in California. She goes over to his house. And she claims that when she gets there, he's standing there naked and says that he's got a friend waiting for her in the other room. So I assume this means like some sort of a threesome setup. And she says, she tells him straight up she's not interested. She claims that he's naked and comes after her and starts to pull down her pants and her underwear. She says she's pressed up against a wall underneath this painting. She's telling him to get off, get off. These are quotes from her. And he doesn't. And she says that she was raped without a condom. Now, later that night at like 3.30 in the morning, Russell Brand sends a text apologizing for his behavior, saying that he was selfish and he apologizes. And she, that text came in at like 3 o'clock in the morning. She doesn't respond until about 10-something in the morning and basically says, yeah, you know, that was totally inappropriate. And they have, I mean, it seems like a, almost an admission of guilt. He's not saying right. exactly what he did, but he's saying, I'm sorry, that was selfish. It was uh, impolite, whatever, proper. Something, something happened, was, right. So uh, she says that she went home after that, got in the shower, couldn't, couldn't move, couldn't get out of the shower. She was devastated. And then, like I said, didn't respond to that text until 10 in the morning. Now, that's just one of the accusers. Again, like I said, she was in her 30s at the time of this, and he would have been, if my math is right, he would have been about 37. I think he's 48 now. So uh, that, I would say, of the three that I've read is the most graphic. Now, there's also reports that someone else, and we just saw this while you were smoking, that someone else has now come up with some sort of a complaint and that the police are looking into it, and this is somewhere in London, I I think, but we don't know any details about that. But all of these outlets... The Times of London, I think it was The Guardian, right? Uh, Dispatch, which is like a, a TV show. And Channel 4. They, Channel 4. They worked together to corroborate this story. Right. And they got these text messages. They say that they were able to confirm these texts. Now, I've seen other outlets say that they believe that these texts were properly confirmed or whatever. Now, Russell Brand says, all of this is baloney. Yes, I was sexually promiscuous, but everything I did in that era, uh, there was lots of consent. I was very upfront about all the consent. And he claims now, or he's alluding to the idea, that this is an organized plot against him, Lazo, because he's an anti-vaxxer. That's kind of what he's making it sound like, right? right? Because I, I speak out against this stuff, they come after These me. These allegations pertain to the time when I was working in the mainstream, when I was in the newspapers all the time, when I was in the movies. And as I've written about extensively in my books, I was very, very promiscuous. Now, during that time of promiscuity, the relationships I had were absolutely always consensual. And to see that transparency metastasized into something criminal that I absolutely deny makes me question, is there another agenda at play? Also, it's worth mentioning that there are witnesses whose evidence directly contradicts the narratives that these two mainstream media outlets are trying to construct, apparently in what seems to me to be a coordinated attack. Okay, 
So, a coordinated coordinated attack. Mm-hmm. This is um, quite a defense, and I've heard people saying that you know this is going to become a common thing now. People will use this as a defense. That's already happening. And, right, and that you will just say, well, look, I spoke the truth, and so now they're coming after me. Tucker Carlson did it, right? His tweet said something like about Trump's like whole thing. Tucker Carlson's what was his tweet like going after the war in Ukraine, being skeptical. I don't remember if he was skeptical of the vaccines, but it was like several things. And he goes, and now I don't have a show, right? It's that whole there's there's some sort of big conspiracy against me. Here's my thing about that. I don't believe that, but let's pretend like that's true. Just pretending. There's a room somewhere where all these powerful people are like, this guy's talking bad about vaccines. We got to just get rid don't of think it would be Russell Brand. I don't either. But let's pretend like it is. And they get together and they say, this guy's talking trash on vaccines. It's hurting us. We got to take him down. So they start looking into him and they find this stuff. So even if that's true, even wow. if there is a group, if they find this that stuff may not, you and know, these text messages exist, still that's true. still it's bad. Still it's still bad. Right. right. I mean, that may be true, but what? they could both be true. Meaning, you know, now that you say it like that, it may just not be a, a room full of powerful people. It could be people on the Internet who, once you start speaking out against things that perhaps in their group are unpopular, that they start looking into your past and find it. I mean, that's... I mean, both things can be true and mutually exclusive, right? Like, hey, you know, you better watch what you say or else we're going to look in your past and find out what you did. I think people have complained about that for, you know, the last few years. Because you're an anti-vaxxer, though? Well, whatever it is that makes people mad. But sure, I think that could be one of them. News Corp has plenty of anti-vaxxers on their payroll. Well, I'm not saying that News Corp starts there. I'm saying people like us, the people on the internet start looking into it and it becomes a story and that's when the news picks up oh, on so it. Oh, so like there could have been rumors of this and then Exactly, and then people it. start looking, you know, Redditors or sure. whatever, start looking into his past. Once that story starts to I'll bubble under, then the news picks, up picks it. it up. It I don't think they're starting it, I'll, but they certainly would pick it up and go with it if they thought it was true. I'll buy that. If this stuff already existed mm. and they just put it all together and started, you know, trying to corroborate right. these uh, things, then, I, yeah, I'm with you there. You see what I'm saying? So it could be a coordinated attack. From people on the internet. But it could also be true. Right. A second woman, so there's four accusers total as of when this thing was written. A second woman claims Brand, when he was 31, assaulted her when she was 16 and still in school. The alleged victim claims he often referred to her as the child, that's in quotes, during their emotionally abusive relationship that lasted three months. She later claimed to the Sunday Times that Russell, quote, forced his penis down her throat, end quote, which made her choke. Uh, speaking to the outlet, a third claims that she was sexually abused by Brand in Los Angeles and added that he threatened her with legal action if she decided to speak out. Meanwhile, a fourth alleged victim claimed she was allegedly assaulted by Brand and that he was physically and emotionally abusive towards her. In the YouTube video shared on Friday night, he said, Now this isn't the usual type of video we make on this channel where we critique, attack, and undermine the news and all of its corruption. Because in this story, I am the news. I've received two extremely disturbing letters or a letter and an email, one from mainstream media TV company, one from a newspaper listing a litany of extremely egregious and aggressive attacks, as well as some pretty stupid stuff like community festival should be stopped. Mm. Like community festival should be stopped. That I shouldn't be able to attack mainstream media narratives on this channel. Okay, whatever that means. What does that mean? I just read that word for word. It doesn't even make sense. This is interesting. These, this is from Uproxx, which I like. They say, which I didn't know, that this start, he was the host of that One of the shows roast the battle, right? Okay, it's something oh, okay. different. So he's the host of roast battle, mm-hmm. and one of the comedians that was there, uh, Catherine Ryan? Don't know her. Me neither. Uh, called him a predator on the show. Mm. 
and started talking about those rumors or allegations. Apparently, he got On mad. Right. Wow. As part of the roasting where they bust you for yeah. doing saying whatever. Then other comedians jumped on it and were like, you know, like you're sexually aggressive or, you know what I mean? Like that kind of stuff. And so maybe that's, you know, people are saying that that's where this started, which wouldn't be far off when you think about that's what happened to Bill Cosby is that it was a comedian busting his balls about it, right? And then other people are like, wait, what are you talking about? So this could be a thing that. You know, uh, comedians or celebrities know. That's exactly what happened with Cosby right. and Hannibal Exactly Bruce. what yeah. happened. And then people were like, what did he say? Why did he say that? And then so, so if this is the same thing, if they called him a predator yeah. and started making fun of it, yeah. then all of a sudden now people are like, wait, what's going on? Yeah, and then Hannibal that's where the story said, starts. Go home, Google it. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. That yeah. appears to be, uh, she says, I, in front of loads <laughs> of people in the format of the show, uh, said to this person's face, you're a predator. Huh. So... I mean, that's where people are like, he's a what? Right? Why are they doing that? And other comedians jumped on board. I don't know. I've seen a lot of these videos that have popped up about you know him joking about raping women and stuff. Uh, you know, this wasn't at the roast. They're all different places. The, we talked about it earlier the talk show stuff where he's sure. grabbing women. Uh, there have you know they do have some in light of these allegations, kind of uncomfortable video clips from his past of him. Mostly, what I've seen is him saying things. I did not see this thing from the roast. Uh, and I'm looking for it now, and I can't find it. The only video I can find of the roast is one cell phone video that someone took of their TV that looks terrible of the entire roast. But yeah, I can't find that clip. You said her name's Catherine Ryan. Is that what yeah? Her I clicked off it now, but that was it was on it was an uprock story. Okay. Well, anyway, obviously he's saying it's not true. He's saying this seems coordinated, and he's at least alluding to the idea that they're coming after him because you know. And who was he in? The truth. Um... Was it get him to the Greek? Is it Catherine Bell? Was she in that with Oh, him? Bell. What's her name? Uh, she Well, she was in... Uh, isn't Bell... I'm thinking of Heigl. Never Kristen mind. Bell. Yeah. Kristen Bell. With Dax Shepard's wife. Yeah. Who, she was in one of those two movies. She was in, she was in the first Sarah one. Marshall. She is Sarah Marshall. Yeah, okay, she is yeah. Sarah Marshall. She said that she... Before they started filming, she said, if you touch me, if you do anything to me... If you get overly aggressive, I'm going to cut your balls off. Don't even try it. Wow. Hmm. So she had. So, so apparently that was before it even started. And she said, I told him that he didn't do anything. Like he was never aggressive towards me. But he also, he also knew that I, I told him up front, do anything. And I'll, I think her quote was, I'll cut your balls. Well, I'll lop it off. What made her say that up front? Well, well, I'm guessing re- the rumors. He had a right? reputation. Yeah, the reputation. Rumor. He had a reputation. Those videos are clear that he had. This, it's almost like Weinstein. There's a lot of people, and I didn't see the roast, but I've seen plenty of other videos and, or these collection of highlights of different videos. Everyone references it. Where he's talking about it, where other people are talking about it. And we know like there was a lot of talk about his sexual promiscuity. He and Katy Perry were married in 2009. They were married for, I think, most of 2010 and then filed for divorce at the end of 2010. They weren't together very long. But after they split up, she had written some stuff publicly. She made some comments about worrying that the divorce was her fault, that she had failed this marriage, whatever. But then she also said that she discovered some things about him that made her realize it was out of her control. Now, she wouldn't say exactly what those things were, but... People are saying, well, now maybe we should look back to some of those comments that Katy Perry made. And she claims, like, in those comments, it makes it sound like she held on to this stuff almost as evidence. Well, if she did, now that all this stuff has come to light, will she tell us what those, you know, tweets or whatever they were, were referring to? And the woman who said that she was raped, even though she didn't go to the police at the time, they said in the story that she froze her underwear, I think. Snowcone, wasn't that her? And she fr- did she freeze her underwear and something else? 
Yeah, froze her underwear. I know yeah, that. But, uh, she was going underwear. to therapy and. Oh, what did they say? I can't remember. Well, they, but they that said she was she, crying a lot. She and, froze that stuff, and they now have it as evidence, right? Yeah. But they took it, mm-hmm. so I guess they'll be able to see. But you know, he's obviously would say if if his DNA is on that stuff, he's going to say it was all consensual. That's what he's been saying. Now, with the sixteen-year-old, I don't think that's consent. I don't know what the age is in California. Was it in California? Or was that one in the UK? I, I don't remember. It's hard to keep straight because some of them are in London, some of them are in California. The sixteen-year-old. Talk in about school. the police coming out with the. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's a new one that a woman has now gone to the police, and they say they're they say they're talking to her, but we don't have any details about that. No. Other than that there's now another person accuser. and another yeah. accuser, and she's now talking to police, and police have confirmed that they're talking to her and that they're getting the story, trying to comfort her. Now, there's another thing about statute of limitations. Most states had these statutes of limitations for uh, sexual assault crimes, rape, mm-hmm. things like that. Some of them were five years, some of them ten years. But a lot of states started getting rid of those statutes after or during the Me Too movement because there was a right. lot of criticism about that. And, Lazo, I don't know if you watched the Boy Scout documentary yet. I did. But that was a big thing. There was a statute of limitations when these crimes took place, and these kids aren't going to talk about what happened to them right. until they're in their 30s. Sure. So these statutes really screwed them over insofar as trying to get some sort of justice legally from their, you know, uh, I guess the, the accusers, for the accusers and, and to get these guys locked up. They couldn't do it. Snowcone and I were talking about this off the air. I kind of assumed that if you committed a crime in 2012, and in 2012 there was a statute of limitations of five years or ten years or whatever, that they upheld that even though they've gotten rid of them now. The article we read made it seem like, no, they've gotten rid of that and they can go after you. I do know that, because I watch so much true crime, I've seen a lot of instances of someone murdering someone. They are on the lam for years, right? It becomes a cold case. They solve it years later with DNA, and they say, well... We caught this guy, but he committed the crime in 1991. And in Florida, in 91, the maximum sentence was this much, so that's all we can give him. Today, we would give him life without parole, but at the time, we can only right. give him this. And I've seen that so many times, I just thought that's huh. how the law works. Yeah, like you're grandfathered in. You are grandfathered in, but I, I guess maybe with the statute of limitations thing, that's not how they're going to do it. I kind of thought when they got rid of it, that it would be like starting now, right. right? But if you committed a crime in 2012, then sorry, we had a statute of 10 years, 5 years, whatever well, it was. That I seems, think that seems odd. Yeah, but I guess I'm not saying it's bad, but it seems odd because if you said, well, okay, that was the law then, but we're changing it. So now wouldn't you have to do that for everything else in the sense of if you got arrested for marijuana Mm -hmm. in 2019 and then it became legal in 2020? Yeah. Do they? I don't know that they're backdating that. No, they're not. I mean, I've heard people talk about it, but I haven't heard like, well, hey, man, let everybody who was convicted of a marijuana charge out. Right. I haven't heard that. I think I've in heard, Missouri, well, the Missouri I've heard arguments that, for right? it, but the Missouri law did some of that, right? I think it did. You'd I'm have not to look. Sure. I think the Missouri law got some people off probation and got some people out of jail, but you have to look into that. But yeah, I get what you're saying. They don't do that for everything. Mm-mm. They don't say, "Oh, well, now it's legal, and you committed this crime in '89; it was illegal, so we're going to clear your record." They don't do that. Right. But in this case, it sounds like the statute of limitations is not going to help them. So they must have said, "We're getting rid of it, and you can now." Name your accuser from 20 years ago, and we'll go, which makes sense specifically for this law sure. or this rule. Yeah. It makes sense. Instead of saying starting now, yeah. we're going to say, no, we're getting rid of it. You can now tell us what happened, and you can try and get justice legally. Yeah. So there you go. That's the Russell Brand story. A lot of celebrities. We haven't even gotten to the comedian yet, Hassan. Hassan right? Minaj, yeah. yeah, we might run out of time. It's the Church of Love. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. It's that time of year. Cash the ticket. Jim Costa with Mike Valeni. We shift the focus from football to college hoops, getting us ready for the tournament where we're going to break down all the matchups and have an eye on some future plays, too. Search Cash the Ticket on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Yo, yo. You know, before we do this, I want to ask Snowcone. Snowcone, what is a traditionally male activity that you are into? Something that you do that is a thing, you know, guys are supposed to do. Mm. Do you have any? Sleep with women? I guess that counts, right? I mean, the I like doing that. Sleep, sleeping with women, I think, is a traditionally masculine activity. I guess. I think. Right? I think. I mean, women That's obviously. Not all have, I can think of for myself. Women have to be involved too, right? But is that the only one? That's all you got. I mean, I like watching Chiefs games. Right, but sports. I don't know. But could you say? But see, not sports. I, I like right. Chiefs games. And if you go to the water cooler to talk sports, I can't really. You're talk in with over you. your head, right? Yeah. All right. Well, here's the things that guys said they're not into anymore. And obviously some guys are, but these were the top ones. Number 10 is the gym. And a lot of people saying, look, I don't have anything against people that go to the gym. I have nothing against building strength, but I'm just not interested in becoming huge. You know, guys in prison still work out for the most part because they don't have anything else to do. But it's just not something that a lot of guys are focused on like they used to. Now, I don't know if that's true. I don't know what the percentage of guys were in the 70s or the 90s that were concerned about getting buff and working out and having weights in their basement. Maybe there were more of them. That's how they make it sound here. I don't know if that's true, but they make it seem like it used to be a big thing for guys to do, and it's becoming less popular. I don't go to the gym. You got, I mean, I've been to the gym, right? I'm aware of it, but I don't have a gym membership. Lazlo's got a membership. I do. So, I mean, I guess you could say that, could you say you're into it? No. I think they're talking about these guys who are trying to get buff. Yeah, no. That you think a lot of times are on roids. Or, okay, number nine is lawn care. Now, we've got, yeah. a, we've got a coworker who's really into that. He loves it. He loves it. He loves mowing the lawn. He yep. loves having the best looking lawn. He loves doing all that stuff. And when I first got a house, I was like, I'm going to be into this. And I was, I, I was it. over it in, in That's weeks. That's my uncle. He mows his yard like two or three times a week. Yeah, and probably does all the special fertilizers yeah, and all that stuff. With his lawn. I just, I, I tried and I was like, dude, this sucks. And the payoff is what? That my grass looks good? I just don't care. And I have dogs. Not into it. Number eight is golfing. Some people said this should be number one just based on the numbers because golfing has really declined in it the has, United States a lot. a lot. Guys used to go play golf all the time, whether they liked it or not. It was just a thing guys did. Lazo, I drove by a golf course last week. I had to go, I don't remember where I was going, a doctor's appointment maybe. Right. And I drove by a, a, two golf courses actually. It's like nine o'clock in the morning on a weekday, and these golf courses are filled with young dudes. And I was like, are these, do these guys, do they all take time off? You know, do they have vacation days? Is that what's going on? And they just go play golf? But when I talked to Brooke about it, she used to work for one of these big auditing companies, right? right. These massive uh, corporations. And she said the guys there still play golf constantly. You have oh, a yeah. client, you take them to play golf. She's like, it's really common. You, all the guys there basically, she said, have to know at least something about golf, and they have to have a set of clubs. Of course. Because that's how you do a lot of a, discussions, do business. Yeah. How you become friends. In our industry, 
you know, we never did that. We, I mean, we obviously had people that we met with from other companies or whatever. We would go to dinner and stuff, but we never went and played golf. That was not a thing that no one ever came in here and said, hey, guys, how you doing? Or well, we're still going to go play golf, golf all the time. But with, other, with like record reps and stuff, that wasn't a thing no, in this no, no, industry. No, no, right? no, but the guy downstairs. I think he went with advertisers and stuff. Okay, sure. okay so yeah, he did go with clients. He went to Lake Quivira, okay, Yeah, of right, and then yeah. I know he belonged to different clubs. So maybe he went that. with clients? Yeah, okay. I'm pretty sure. But it's not something we were ever exposed to. And I know to. our big, big boss, the lady, Yeah, she would do it all the time, too. Okay. With higher ups. Okay, so it's, it's a thing maybe at higher levels than ours. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, you got to have money to play. Yeah, okay. So numbers- Because if you don't play a lot, it costs money to play. Yeah. And if you don't play a lot, you're going to be awful. Yep. So it's, you know, those not two fun. things. Right. It's not like, Bowling. you know, beer league softball. Yeah. I mean, it's hard. Yep. You know, and it's embarrassing if you're bad. Yeah. So I think, you know, it takes time, and then it takes money, and then it really does take effort. And I, I got my clubs at Walmart. Everyone knew I don't know. Man. Right. They had two sets, guys and girls. I got the guys set. It's rare that people could, anybody, real athletes, can just go out there and do it. Yeah. Number seven. Well, they can draw. You see him at, like, um, Top Golf. Yeah, you see, like, Mike Trout do it for the first time. He smashed yeah. the thing, like, 700 yeah, God, yards. He hit the hell out of it. Which is cool. But it's also like, could you chip? Could you putt? You know what I mean? You go out and play that full 18, you know, you can look pretty stupid at times. It takes times. a long time, too. Right. And that's a long time of looking stupid and, and chipping it into the woods. Okay, the number. I played a lot when I was young. Number seven well, thing. Well, not too long ago, I played a lot, too. I know you used to like it a lot. The Someone num- stole my clubs. I don't know where mine are. Someone, I bought they stole my car? twice. They stole my car. Oh, they took your And I reported I it to the insurance. And the insurance like, well, you have a picture of you playing with, the with them or a receipt. I'm like, they were a gift. And no, I don't have a picture. How would I take a picture of me? Well, someone else would have had to Right. Why would it? Well, who would do that? I don't know. It's ridiculous. <laughs> what an odd thing. Like, no, I don't have a picture. So you don't have your clubs anymore? No. And so I just Sucks. never bought a new one. Yeah. Any new ones because they're expensive. And I just never, I just stopped going. I'd like to go. You could get that Walmart set. They're not expensive. I know. Someone I think took, about someone it, took but... mine. I don't know. Number seven on the list of things, masculine activities that guys are losing interest in is home improvement. Uh, look, I wish I could do home improvement. I, yeah, I'm not no. against it. I do things that I'm capable of doing. I'm just not capable of doing very much. I don't uh, trust myself. That's the problem. Yeah, I don't want to really break stuff. I really lack confidence when it comes to that. Yeah, I really just don't want to do it. Now, my mom forces me to do stuff at her house. She's like, you have to do something. I'm like, I don't know how to do this. Last week, it was changing a light fixture, right? I was like, I don't right. mess with electricity. She's like, well, you're going to have to. And so when I'm forced, it would seem that I can do a few things. But, man, my limits... There's a lot of them. I can't do much. My brother could build a house from the ground up. I believe that. With you know, someone helping him out to hold the lumber, he could do it. My friends seem like everyone I went to high school with, they can build you a deck. They can build you a, you know, yeah, a cool place me. to put your grill. I can't do that stuff. I wish I could. I'm not against it. I just don't know how to do it. My dad was no good at it either. Number six is fantasy football leagues. People are losing interest according to this. I'd like to see numbers that say that people are actually losing interest. Are they? Losing interest in fantasy football, I could see maybe you say sports betting has yeah. you know, redirected some of these people's attention, and they've said, "I don't want to do." Well, fantasy it is a way anymore. that you can still be interested in the games because you can put five bucks on a game as opposed to right. It makes the games watch, more exciting, but now I can put five bucks on it as opposed to picking players and exactly. watching the yard and everything Less else. Work, so. And you can win money and whatever. Right. So not that you couldn't win money. I'm sure most fantasy leagues are a lot of them. There just a lot more about. detailed than yes. for the average person. It made the games exciting. But now if you can just put five bucks on a game and watch it, right. you know, it makes it fun. Now, they said that, this, again, these are people on the internet voting. So I don't know that fantasy leagues are declining in popularity. They might not be, but this is just what people on the internet were saying. Number five, so far, by the way, not one of these things is something I'm into. Number five is fishing. 
No. Uh, man, I fished a lot when I was a kid. And I, I started fishing for catfish when I was a kid. And we did that for with years. Hands? No, not mm-hmm. with our hands. He was hand fishing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, did, I hand fished a carpet and got in trouble for it. Uh, but no, I used to fish when I was a kid all the time. And at some point, I remember we had all these fish, which this is what happened a lot. We'd bring them home. I'd put them in the freezer. And then I'd, I'd go to clean them. And I'm like, I don't want to do this. You no, know, I was like, no. I, I don't know what part of fishing I, I like. I just threw them back. We ate them. But I think... I liked getting prepared. I liked buying the rod. I liked buying. I loved getting bait and looking at lures and just looking at all the supplies. I like going to Bass Pro and looking at that stuff. But the actual act of it, once I got there, I was like, well, what do do we do? Smoke cigarettes and read? And that's basically what we did. And then we would catch fish. And it's like, well, now you got to clean these damn things. So I stopped doing it. Now, my friends got really into it. They have expensive rods. And, you know, I don't even know how to cast one of those things anymore. You're like, not a child one. I can can cast that with a button. But the real. I don't even, see, I don't even know what they're called. I can't do it. I went to the lake with my friend a few years ago, and he handed me one of those rods. And I was like, and I, I waited. I was for him to turn around, and I pulled the line out with the bait on it and just threw it out there because I don't know how to cast that damn That's thing. That's embarrassing. It's really embarrassing. Embarrassing. But if I told him, all they my did was My dad did it. And, you know, and I used to just go with him because I thought, well, he likes it. And, you know, he wasn't into any other sports. It's not like we can go to a baseball game or right. something. So it was just time, easy to spend time with him, yeah. even though I hated it. Yeah, I don't know. I was really into it as a kid, but again, I think it must have just been good. I had T-shirts. Uh, what was that guy's name that did the, had the TV show? Uh, I don't know. That's too much. Yeah, it was too much. I got way too into it. I really wanted to make it a thing, and I just couldn't. Number four is hunting. I've never been. Me neither. Now, I've got friends who hunt all the time. I've asked them to take me. They never allow it. They're like, no, you have to sit there and be quiet for seven hours. It's not right. going to work. But there's, I've, you know, the different things that they hunt, like deer sounds like a lot of waiting around. But I, I was interested in trying it. But they talk about like duck hunting. Like, that sounds like fun. You know, they're mm-hmm. laying there. They got their shotguns. They wait for these things to come out, but they would never let me go. So I just, I think that's the kind I've of thing. I've never been interested. Your kid or your, your my dad and my dad uncle were big you. hunters. And oh, they, really? And oh, they didn't yeah. take you? They asked to. And you didn't want to go? Well, I remember I was like 12 or something. I think in Michigan, you had to be 13 to get a gun and to go shoot a deer. So you had to take this class and yeah, all these other things, right? Yeah, I had to take that right? safety class. Yeah. And I think I was 12. And I was going to go the next year, and one of them got a deer, and they brought it home, and it, they skinned it. And oh, they did all that? No, they did I, it would, all. I would take it. Hung somewhere. it from the garage, yeah. and they did the whole thing themselves. And I was, just, I just remember looking at it like I felt bad. I was like, "What are we doing here? Right? No, I don't what is that. going on? Like, I mean, I ate it. Don't yeah. get me wrong, but I just the thought of it was like, I don't want to shoot that fun. thing. Like, I, I don't really, I didn't. And I know people like you hypocrite, you ate it. Yes, I'm a hypocrite. I ate it. I thought it was delicious. My uncle made all kinds of weird stuff with it. And if you had venison right now, I'd take it from you and eat it. Yeah. But the idea of shooting it and then seeing it, I was like, yeah, I'm not into this. It's having a great day, taking a drink at the pond, and then you just take right. it out. I know it's better than factory farming. Like, I get it. But, yeah, it seems like it's a lot of feel work. Bad. I'm just saying I, didn't, I don't see factory farming. Exactly. It's out of sight, out of mind. This thing was hanging from the garage. One of my, my, either my uncle or my dad shot it in the back, and I was like, oh, man. I wouldn't do that. That sucks. I w- th- my friends all take them. As far as I know, they take them to one of those places. They drop them off. They give you, okay, uh-huh. you gave us this well, many they pounds. they certainly got to cut them open and bleed them out. And then they, uh-huh. Yeah, I think that's all they do, though. They just, right. they so just they got to hang them up somewhere. Yeah, but they don't, like, clean them there. I think they just let well, them bleed out and they throw them in They take all the guts out and bleed them out. And then they took it somewhere to be processed. Number three on the list is strip clubs now finally something that i'm into well me too strip clubs is the is number three now again i'd like to see numbers have strip clubs declined in popularity maybe i don't know i mean again, well yes i probably it feels have. like i mean like 2023 
Well, they kept making guys all these are laws. Guys You're not allowed to. Yeah, but also I think guys are, you know, you're not allowed to think like that. Well, these guys were calling it gross. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, what like, a lot of these people gross. I see on the internet, I'm like, okay. Yeah. Uh, I love it. So, but I can see a lot of people saying, well, you know, I don't want to treat women like, I, I can hear it in my head already. Yeah. One but guy, I'm the bad guy, but I ain't it. What? Well, Why are you looking like that? You can't hear that, Snowcone? No, that's just, that's a weird concept. Right. To well, say like that, you can't treat women like that. Like they have agency, they can dance if they I want. I know. Right. I'm just saying. Can't you hear that on the internet? Can yeah, you hear no, people saying Like, yeah, I think you know. I would never do that. Guys who do that are pathetic, right? Like I can just hear it. Yeah, that's this weird. was saying they never do it. This was my favorite quote from someone who agreed with the stripper thing. He said, "I went with a friend one time just for the experience, but neither of us were really into it. The strippers are hot, but they only want money. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, of course. And he says." And the strip club was full of sad, creepy-looking men. Yeah, well, they're same. not doing it for well, free. What the hell? Right. right. They're sex workers. What are you mm-hmm. talking about? You're mad because they just want money? They just right. want money. You know yeah. what this is. That's right. how this works. Now, if you're not into it, why would you go in the first place? The whole idea is that they're there to make money. You're there to give them money and see them. I, so, look, I'm into that one. Number two is sports. Lazo, you are definitely into sports. So this is not one of the things that you're not into. Again... I'd like to see some sort of research that shows that guys aren't as into sports. Everything I've seen is that football has become more and more popular. Every time they put a game on national TV, it's the most watched thing of the week. I, I've got friends who were not into sports when we were younger and really not into sports, like not even watching the Chiefs when we were teenagers, and now they watch football constantly. They watch every game they can. I have multiple friends that I talk to that are like that. So I, even though this is number two on this list, I don't think sports has declined in popularity at all. But – you know, a lot of people obviously not into sports, so they upvoted this thing. And the number one thing, anyone got a guess what the number one masculine thing is that guys aren't into anymore? Any guesses? Anybody? There's a big one that we haven't mentioned yet. We got sports out of the way. We got hunting and fishing out of the way. We got home repair, right? Lawn care. What's the one you're missing? Cars. Oh, yeah. Cars is number one. And I'm, I am into cars. So out of those 10 things, I've got cars. I'm not. I can't say sports. Cars and strip clubs. That's all I've got. Lazo's got sports and strip clubs. Yeah. Snowcone, you don't know anything about cars. You're not into sports. You don't go to strip clubs, right? No. I mean, I've been, but no, not my thing. You don't go hunting. Nope. Never been. Okay. Nope. Fishing. Nope. No. Uh, fantasy leagues? Used to. Not anymore. Not in a fantasy league. Okay, so that's something you did. Yeah, Home improvement? Did. No. Uh, golfing? No. I'm in a fantasy league. I got three of them. Oh, that's right. Okay, so fantasy league, you're in sports. currently. So you got three of them. Fantasy league, sports, and strip clubs. I just get strip clubs and cars. That's all I get. I'm trying to think, are there other ones? I always thought I mean, like, as a kid, but is that like into cars, like fixing cars, or just, just know about in them? Know about them? Like know about the, the they, engine size? Yeah, people were talking oh, about yeah, just not yeah. knowing details about cars. Okay, like if yeah, some I car guy that. starts talking about this, well, I do car, like cars, car. but I don't. I don't know. Right, but but knowing about them, as a kid, I always thought as a guy, you had to either be into sports or cars. You had to know one or the one of the two to be able to talk to a stranger somewhere. It well, I thought like it was, was, there's three types of guys. I always said there's a sports guy, there's a car guy. And there's a stocks guy. The Wall Street guy? Yeah. And you're just, just really into money and how to make it. I wish I'd been that guy. Right? You're into cars and know about engines and how to fix them. Or you're into sports. Pick one of those three. Yeah. That's it. That's what you got. Now, there's outliers that go with it. You could be into sports and music or stocks and, you know, uh, whatever else. But those are the secondary ones that line up underneath them. Music, books, whatever. Right? Yeah. You could, be, you could be the car guy who loves music, too. But you're going to sure. be the car guy first. And strip clubs. Yeah, but it's, those are the two things. In my right. mind, it was sports and cars. Right. You could be you both. You put the money guy in there? But, 
Uh, that's a good one. I hadn't thought. Right, of it, I always thought there was kid, three. Was the money guy. The yeah. money guy. I was never exposed to it growing up in the middle of the right. country. I didn't see those guys, so I didn't think about it. But I, 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 in eighth grade, I didn't have any friends or seventh grade. Right. I always knew the money guy. You know, they were the ones who were you know selling stuff. You know what I mean? At school or hustling with yeah. jobs and you know. I was always like, oh, that's the that's the guy who's just driven by money. Like the Mark Cubans. I don't remember any of those guys. I just I got invited to go to something with this group of friends. They'd already been friends since they were kids. I needed friends. They're inviting me into this group, and I found out right. within the first day that they knew a lot about cars, and I knew nothing about cars. So I immediately subscribed to Road and Track and Car and Driver, and I started trying to learn everything I could about cars so that I could – because they talked about cars quite a bit, and I was like, I have to start learning. And honestly, I – at first, it was something that was forced because I thought I need to know this to be with these, be friends with these guys. But once I got into it, right. I, did, I did. I actually enjoy it. And right. like my brother and I, we talk every day, probably three or four times a day. Ninety nine percent of those texts are all car related. Right. That's because it's something to talk about. And it's, I have three brothers, so you know, it's like we can talk sports, we can talk cars, or maybe yeah. a, I get a lot more texts during football season. Me too. You because know, just talking from, about the Chiefs, right? About, you yeah. know, yep. My buddy Dustin, he, you know, we could go. All winter, really, with only just a couple texts, and now we're talking every day. Yeah, you know, I got buddies from home who are sending me pictures of the Kansas City Chiefs' new wide receiver. They needed one, and just right? Right, lineman yeah. standing there, and you haven't talked. And you to guys, you guys said you needed a receiver. Yep, you found them, and I'm like, ah. Yep, I get more texts too, and there's more to talk to my brother about mm-hmm. other than cars. My oldest brother, we talk about F1 because that's his thing. Right. So, Snowcone, you need to find one of these things. I think you know, strip clubs is that's an easy. Well, he thing talks to, get to his into. sisters about his feelings. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You, you, I mean, you sometimes. Could, you, could yeah. Do, you could do one of these how things. How he's feeling and what's going on in life, right? Yeah, sometimes. Mm-hmm. You could figure out how to go hunting or, nah, or start going to strip clubs. Not going to hunt. I can go to strip club. You're, you yeah, know. but any one of those girls could be your sister, and that makes you feel weird. No. Not yeah, at all. you start feeling about what's yeah. going on in their personal no. lives. Right. Like, no, you know. I, don't, I don't have that at all. Let's talk about it. You don't have that when you're at a strip no, club? No, like they have agency, like I said. They can make their decisions. They want to dance and make money. Yeah. Well, why don't you like it? I don't know. I just, I'm just really, I don't know. I've never been into it. I'm not sure why I don't what like would it. Not, I, I'm just saying if you didn't have some sort of moral quandary about it, then what would be like, I don't like it? It's just hot girls I think I, touching I, I your I think wiener. I'd rather just go to a bar and potentially have sex where I know, like, here, I'm not, I'm not okay, going Okay, so what to if it was a strip club without where... Without spending $1,000, you what, know what I mean? What if it was a strip club where the girls will have sex with you and it's, you know, 100 bucks or whatever, and everyone tells you that's what happens here, you can do whatever you want, here's how much it costs, and it was be, within your I'd price range. more into that. Then you'd like it? No. Okay, probably. Yeah, when well, you should go to, you need to, go to strip, strip clubs. clubs because that's what happens. You need really? to go to the strip club, <laughs> yes. <laughs> You've been missing I out, I had son. a feeling he didn't know. No. It's because he's raised by... No brother had got to tell me. I've been to strip clubs. I thought I knew how it worked. No, you don't. You don't. I think I just like the, it's a race to how many songs is going to be and to when I finish, and I never lose. I think it's more about me. With I'm me, the fastest. Just like I want to, you know, have, you want the, have the chase a little bit, you know, try and, oh, impress, a chase. Try and impress this girl and try Trust and make me. her like me. Hey, look, strip club, the hottest stripper, money. you know, you're like, that's the one I want. I'm a Taurus if you want. So, someone else could be going after her. Yeah, you could buy her a Taurus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. All right. How's life? Good. I Kind of got to pee, I should tell you that. Oh, well, you should have gone. Well, I didn't, you know, I didn't have time. I didn't know what was drink, happening. I drank that whole prime and then that prime. big bottle of water. Jake and I can't think of their last name. I can never remember those guys. They're Ooh. huge celebrities. The prime guys. Oh, uh, Logan Paul. L- Logan Paul. It's Logan Paul it's and Logan Jake Paul, Paul, right? And that's Logan's. Logan's the older brother? Yes. Slightly better. The one who doesn't fight? Yes, the wrestler. Okay. okay. Man, I mean, we were just, I mean, we're too old to really understood Man. when youtube came out those people who knew like 
Hey, yeah, those people might watch this. I wouldn't. I didn't think like that when YouTube came out. I remember you and I. We were in Seattle, mm-hmm. and I remember it coming out, and we talked about it. And uh, at that time, there were a lot of tube sites. You know, it's like okay, it's another website with videos that you can upload. Of course, could not have predicted that it would become the biggest and almost the only tube site in the future, and that Google would buy it and all those things. But for those young people who were like, I can make videos, and people will see it because. You know, this thing is, isn't filled with content yet. We can only, it's like the people who started podcasting earlier. There's a lot of people, I think, who podcasted early who weren't necessarily great, but they became huge because right, sure. they were early. And it's just right time, right place. Right, podcast, I mean, Mark Maron. Mark Maron, I right. think, is... I like Mark Maron a lot. Me too, but it's a great example of it was someone you could get and it was good. Yes. People have come out with better stuff since then, but he's you know got so many subscribers, and it's good. It is good. Yes, you know, but he, or being early was good. It was good. It was good for Rogan. Uh, you know, Adam Carolla was somewhat yeah. early with podcasts. I think was. his was really huge mm-hmm. because at that time, no, not, not everyone right. was doing it. They didn't have, when you go to rent an apartment, they didn't have a podcasting room like they do now. I mean, it's crazy. But the internet celebrities and the stuff that they do, it's all so, it's the same stuff that when I was a teenager, Tom Green was doing on TV. It was the stuff the, you did the when we first started. Exactly, it's the same like, stuff. Like, we would have just put that on video, we'd be yep. billionaires I've now, seen we them, just didn't do it. I've seen them do literally some of the exact same things we did, like going to the grocery store and yep. taking stuff out of the I car. I saw that the other day. Yeah, I'm like, we did that. It was that. a big thing, my kids are watching, like, oh, it's so funny. I'm like, he, we did shopping and other people's stuff at like Target all the time. 18 years ago. Yeah, there's a lot oh, of that stuff. We could have been billionaires soon. I know. And a lot of the stuff that they do, I'm like, this is what Tom Green and Jackass guys are doing. It's mm-hmm. the same stuff. Uh, and not that those guys didn't make money, because they did. But some of these people on, on YouTube, you look at how many follow. Now, look, a lot of them are creative. Oh, yeah, sure. they're really good. And I think that helps. Right. And just to have the ideas like Mr. Beast, to think like that. Right. Okay, now just imagine you've got this money, so you've got resources, you can do whatever you want. But then you're like, all right, what do I do with it? Just because you have the money to do it doesn't mean that you're going to come up with something clever. Right. He keeps doing it. But he keeps doing it. And I mm-hmm. don't like go to him and watch him because I'm old, so I just don't think to. I right. just When I go to YouTube, I go there to watch news. I watch like Doug DeMuro car show occasionally, whatever. But the, I don't, I don't keep track of these guys. And then I see what they did in the news, especially Mr. Beast. But there's others, and you go, man, that's so clever. Right. Yes, we couldn't do it because you need money to buy a Lamborghini. Right. But take it apart. But it's it's clever. Yeah. So I'm not mad at uh, YouTube celebrities. I am oh, jealous. No, I think they're great. I'm definitely jealous. Like, I'm like, yeah, good for but you, good man. Good for you. You found that medium where before you could never get into TV. It's so yep. hard. Or yep. The movies, like, you're not going to do it. You found a medium where you could go out and make your own money. Yep. All those filters were removed. Like I, yeah, I love it. All and if you're good, you, people watch you. That's it. And you can say, oh, it's not funny or it's not good. But you know what? That's subjective. So People like it. it. People like it. And people are watching it. So it's, it, it's good. And yeah. if, it's, if you don't want to call it good, then it's clearly successful. It's far and more I, people. And I, I think it's awesome. Far more people fail at it. Mm-hmm. Lots of people I think it's awesome. Now. I think kids can now say, like, what do you want to do? I want to be a YouTube star. That's that, Why not? Yep. And TikTok videos, these, these videos are short. But I look at the production value in some of these TikTok videos. I honestly think at some point we're going to need an award ceremony for best TikTok, right? Mm, I feel like they might have best something comedy. already like that. I'm, well, that wouldn't surprise me. But honestly, with the amount of time young people spend on TikTok, you look at how much so they creative. watch TV. They're, they're cable companies... And streaming services are like, damn, young people really like TikTok. Yeah. That's like, they say, I could just watch this all night. Oh, my so, kids do a lot. Yeah. So then you look at... You I know, do, too. There are a lot of nights I haven't watched anything. I just get on Instagram or TikTok. And, and a lot of them are the really good. Yeah. Yes. And you see the production value, mm-hmm. whether it's, I'm going to do a scary video or funny, whatever. They have, they have looked at movies or whatever, and they've mimicked it, and they figured out how to direct these things. Yep. 
And now they've become talented. so impressive. Yeah, I think some of those quick cut transitions they can do, you know, yes. when they throw their shirt up and then they, you know, they all right, of a sudden yeah, they're yeah. like, they're yeah. incredible. And they're just so changing, talented. just changing camera angles, moving from here he is, a still shot of him walking out of the house, and the next shot they put the camera at the end of the driveway, and it's a still shot of him, you know, right. just just I mean, like sometimes a movie. it could just be you know comedians I would have never heard of before. Oh, for stuff sure. I'm like, hey, that's a guy's pretty Absolutely. funny. That's mostly what I, eighty percent right. of the stuff I see is stand up because I've I've told I'm not told right. it to stop. I have to admit I watch it on Instagram. Right, me still, too. I still don't have TikTok. Me I either. see all my TikTok videos through Instagram and Reddit. That's right. where I see them all. I just I never downloaded TikTok. I think I have it. I just never go to it. Uh, I just I was I was like firm about it. Like no, this will fail. It's a lip syncing thing. I want it to go away, and it did not go away. No, it, I'm it not huge. against it. I just I feel like I get the. I know I feel like I get this. I may be late. But you're but getting I get the, the same stuff on Instagram. You so. and I still appreciate because we're old the filters, just like on television. Right, because so, you're right. Because you on TikTok, I'm show. like, I wonder, but I'm right. sure they have an algorithm too that works. I just, I just haven't used it enough to get it. Right. Like most of my videos are sports. Yeah, but and sports I get a lot of sports too. I get a lot of know? baseball stuff yeah, because it's something you had me really look up one time. Yeah. But I think the the if it gets to us on Instagram, it's or been filtered. Reddit, it's like been it. filtered several times, and so we're getting. Good stuff. Young people, I think, will just sit there. When you look at TikTok, Snowcone, is the algorithm working in a sense that you generally are interested in each video, or is it far I more? I honestly spend way more time on Instagram, which, which right. I know, like you guys said, is, is two to three week old TikToks. Right. But I mean, that's, yeah, like yeah. It, it's been filtered through, so I kind of like it. It's just, I like it too. The only problem is I'm late to everything. Yeah, everyone that I send an Instagram reel to, like I saw it on TikTok a month ago. You said something like a week and a half ago about the Roman thing, guys thinking about Rome. Yeah, that's been a big trend. I had right no now. idea what you were talking about. It's and been then, like a everywhere. week later, yeah. I saw it on, like, you know, TikTok cringe. By the way, what's your answer to that? How often do you think about the Roman Empire? I, Never. I, would, I mean, you mentioned it earlier. You today. talked about it today. I know, but. And never. honestly, once a week. I'm, I'm you really? Pretty, yeah, absolutely, once a week. Mine would be never. I think about Egypt a lot. I watch like a lot you're of just like, sitting at home thinking about Egypt? I listen to stuff about Egypt. I do think it's interesting. I do like just, in your car, you're like, I'm curious about Egypt? I well, watch a no, lot of YouTube more, videos of like ancient battle formations, of like how they you would. You do? Yeah. Yeah, I just think. You some, do too? Yeah, I listen you to about ancient battle formations? Well, not specifically I a lot, a lot that. Of Greek. Battle formations, yeah. I, I listen to stuff about the different pharaohs and you know how they became you know godlike figures and how they ran these countries. Okay, and that, yeah, I am not in the same. You don't group think about the Roman Empire? Never, really, never. I'd say once a week. And for the trend Rome. right now is that these women are asking their husbands or boyfriends, and every one of them is like once or twice a day. I once never, every no, single one of me. them. Yeah, yeah I'm once a week easily. I definitely think about Egypt more. Wow, I will. Surprising. I don't know why. Something must have impressed never. on me at a certain age. I but honestly have never thought about either one. I think of about them. how many years. I'm like, okay, so we're closer to Cleopatra than she was to the pyramids being built. Okay. I mean, I don't think about that. that. That's crazy, right? Never. That is crazy. And so I, I can't s- believe you don't think about the Roman Empire. Why? I don't understand why I would. I think about. I just think about when I see something. I go, man, I wonder how they handled this. Man, I thought in Rome about it when I Egypt. watched the documentary about it, and I put that what I talked about earlier in the rolodex of my brain. Mm-hmm. It happened to come up this week, but it ain't. There's nothing where I'm like, man. That's crazy. To I me. wonder what I don't know about it. Or... I thought all guys did. Mm-hmm. But you don't think about just you're out doing something. It doesn't come to mind when you think, man. How did they do? How did they do no. this two thousand years ago? Never. How did they handle this? I can't believe that someone figured. this out. I mean, out. sometimes, like I guess you know, I was driving on Route 66. I was like, man, it must have been a real bitch for these people before Route 66 to get out west. <laughs> yeah. Man, my mind goes to Yellowstone. Like, oh yeah, they all died. And then that's it. It's gone. Like I, I, but for no reason, I'm like, hmm. The Roman Empire. Never. Never, never, never. What about, uh, what about the UK? What about Great Britain? I think about them once a day. Never. 
You never think about them? Not unless I'm reading about them. I think about never. them constantly. Anytime, you know, you see someone. I think some, I'm just stupid. You see someone I never speaking think about any English, of this and you go, man, it's so crazy that, you know, they're down to this island now, but they conquered the world, and they won because everyone speaks English now. Everyone. I mean, like, the, if you fly an airplane, you have to be able right. to speak English. They won. They, I mean, you look at how many people speak English across the globe, and you're like, wow, that little country. And there's a word for people who love Great Britain, but, like, aren't from there. I think it's, like... It's like Anglophile or something. Hmm. And it means that you – I think of them as like a, like a big brother, right? And like our best friend. Like two countries that are best friends. Okay, I don't – You don't think about that? Do you think never. about that, Snowcone? Mm. I watch a lot of World War II and World War I stuff. Yeah, and you've been big into World War I lately. I World War I is what I've really been into, but I did watch two World War II movies this weekend, so I guess maybe – Every guy book. goes through the World War II phase. Yeah, never. but it never ends. You never have? Never, don't care. Every guy goes oh, through the World never. War II I've never watched like a documentary about – I mean, maybe, but no. Oh, you've got to watch World War no, II. No, I don't. In, in so this hasn't death. happened to you yet, but there will be a World War II No, phase. it won't. It's, he's not – clearly it's not right? happening. That's because it happens the first time you're that like... That is crazy to me. It happens the first time in your 20s a little bit. You see something, right? Never. By the time I was in my late 20s, early 30s, my brother would be texting me, hey, you got to watch this World War II. Di- World War II in HD. That's it's a little so bit of, It's still on Netflix. Yeah, it's on that Netflix. Is, I have that it's on so Blu-ray good. before it was streaming. That's yeah. so good. I, I don't care about history that again, at all. It's, it's just, at I, all. It's interesting. I don't know. Anyway, so I would say this whole trend about Rome, well, Rome I think about less, but I think about the UK daily. I think okay. about the king and the queen. And all that stuff. I think monarchy. about them a lot. Yes. I think about the UK a lot. Yeah. And I think about Egypt quite a bit. I think about bit. the monarchy a bit. Rome would probably be my third. Don't you think the United States? <laughs> I don't believe you guys. What a friendship. The United States Shut up. And Great all right. Britain. You guys are just messing with me. Look, are we done? I can't. Yeah, we're out of There's time. There's no way you two idiots are driving your car thinking about the monarchy. I think about the monarchy a I mean, lot. Yeah, I do. It's, it's cra- I mean, the queen is still on the money in right, Canada. No, right. It's no, crazy to me. You don't. You don't. I do. That's ridiculous. I mean, it's a trend on Not, TikTok right okay, now. Okay, fine, but you guys don't do it. There's no way. I don't think I about necessarily. Literally, do. no way. You've never brought it up to me. You've never mentioned it. We've we, never. We been talk about England at, all the time. We no, talk about we the, don't. We talk about the whole coronation all stuff. We mm-hmm. talked about when it, it was happening, but not like any time outside of that. Yeah, we've never been sitting outside. You bring up all the random stuff in the world. If you tell me you think about it once or twice a day, you would have mentioned something about Egypt. You've never mentioned Egypt. To you're, me. not never. Inter- you're not interested yeah, in Egypt. In you talk about stuff I'm not interested in all the time. Not That's like your Egypt, thing. though. I wouldn't you talk tell about, me about Egypt. Cars and yeah. their engine size and everything else. No, you don't. I want to bring up Rome to you. Right. Me and Slim were just talking about World War One. Like what? Two days ago? Friday and Saturday. I yeah. think we were talking about it. Yeah, I need to go to the museum. Mm. I haven't been in years. I've never been inside the museum. It's awesome. We should go. That's we should all go. And we'll think no, about no, World War One together. Let's go. I can't imagine. I'm, let's go in the really... morning, Snowcone. Okay. Let's go in the morning before work. I'm down. All right, good. Are we done? We're out of time, right? Yeah, that's it. Okay, I Just can't. Sure. I do think about the UK, though. I mean, anytime good politics joke, comes up, and, you know, global politics come up in the news every day. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I would say I think about them almost once a day, if not at least once a day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Thinking about Absolutely. other countries. Yeah. I think about lots there of countries. There are passing thoughts sometimes, but yeah. it comes up a lot. I just, you know, the Royal Navy and mm-hmm. all that yeah. stuff. Greece. It's, yeah, Greece. Yeah. It's interesting. All right. Lazo, you got to do the thing. We're done. We, yes, won't talk, we won't talk about wars anymore. Franz Ferdinand. Franz Ferdinand. Isn't it crazy that they still they still debate what started World War One? No. There are all they these scouts. Yeah. It was Gavrilo Princip killing well, Franz Ferdinand. There's now, so the much story more to of it. How he ended up killing them is crazy. And there's so much like more the to it. Time so he tried and, there's yeah. so much more to it. And scholars debate what the all actual right, cause was. Sir William F. S. Edwards, stay positive, kids. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island. 
Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.